Welcome to the Ruckus Sessions. We are recording. Uh, makes me smile. Who the fuck are you? I'm Jesse. And I am Cody. And at the table today, we have Oak Apparel owner, Tyler McCombs. Hi, guys. Thank hey, you. Th- you Welcome. Have a perfect radio voice. Yeah, it works. Voice, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it does. It feels awesome. good. Yeah. It's, As uh, we were warming up here, I'm like, He's going to sound good. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be nice. It's gonna I'm be glad. I'm you glad. sound good and you support balls. This is exciting. So, just two of them, but yeah, I do. Uh, I definitely do support those. This is exciting. So as as we were as we were winding up here, Tyler, yeah. I opened up your package of underwear because you were yeah. delightful <laughs> enough to bring us each a pair of underwear. Yeah. Let's we start were, with the box. The box is looking great. I love the box. Thank you. It is simple, clean. Did you... Do any design work or work you know, with people? I have no skill in that area at all, but you know who does is my wife. Nice. Uh, my wife, Dana. She's a graphic designer. She went to Mount Royal doing information design. And uh, I'm so fortunate to have her <laughs> in my life because it's made uh, the whole process of starting this business so much easier when you can make something that looks really good. And uh, yeah, I think she just absolutely killed it with that very minimalistic sort of design. But uh, It does. It looks classy, right? It, it does. Is. It looks really good. And classy is a really good word because right on the box it says luxury underwear, which is yeah. not something you hear often, I guess, yeah. but definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. 100% oh. worth it because I've been... Recently, the underwear game has has stepped up. Yeah, in, in my mind, oh, big time has. I used to I used to travel, uh, and there's been underwear that I found that there's new technology, and oh, it man. is a as a man, it is a wondrous thing <laughs> when you find because our shit has not changed. No, no, for a we, long time. We truly are in like uh, like an underwear renaissance right now. It feels like we're seeing. Uh, so much innovation, uh, like in this sort of game. And I mean, you know, Saks kind of started this thing 10 years ago. Uh, that was, I mean, that guy was from Kelowna, I think, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got another Canadian Scott good word. is his name. Yeah. He's a, uh, I think I messed up his last name, but, uh, man, that guy, he, uh, yeah, he really kind of got the ball rolling for what premium boxers can, can really do for guys. And like that level of support you get, like when you go from, your standard, like, you know, Fruit of the Loom, you know, cotton boxers to something that actually has some substance and they can actually kind of support your junk. It is a game changing, uh, you know, situation that you have. Definitely. Right? Yeah. I was, cause I'm never, I've never been a boxer guy. Yeah. Never been a boxer guy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being supported and held in place. I yeah. dress on a certain side. Yeah. If it's not on that side, it feels weird. Yeah. And which is so odd. Because, I mean, we might as well talk about it. I've always worn boxers my whole life. Yeah. I've been a Joe Boxer guy. My yes. My whole life. And uh, Really? Yeah. Boxer dude. I Bo- can't do it. I still wear bo- And I get made fun of it now because, like, I still wear, like, old school boxers. Yeah. This oak apparel is, <laughs> is how you transition into not being made fun of. I was wearing boxers. <laughs> well, I was going to say, have you ever, like, so you don't. I have no conversation with my best friend, but you don't wear tight underwear. Hell no. So is this going to be a first for you? Well, this isn't tight underwear. I I quoted it. It's a brief, but it's it will hug your balls. Yeah, this is classified as a uh, as a boxer brief. Okay, is what it is. So uh, our boxers are like a they're called a semi compression, so they're not going to be like super tight around your legs or anything like that, like a, like a pure compression short would be. Right. Uh, but they are going to, like, you know, kind of fit snugly around your legs and stuff Which like that. Which I'm yeah. excited because, like, the, the whole reason I don't like it is because I all I think about was tidy whities Yeah. Just how they cut oh, off all fucking feeling. To, yeah, it's it's the worst. Yeah. But you feel something like this fabric. Yeah. And then... I want to know, as weird as this sounds, I want to know from you because if you've never worn... 
This will be the first time of anything, any somewhat tight around my leg. Oh my Have you? Okay, look, yeah. I opened. So I opened this up. Yeah, is that good or what we're saying is, this is good? Fantastic. Yeah, we're drinking no. new level yeah. Berserker beer. Shout it's out our true. It, yeah. yeah, it's been one of our favorites. I'm digging this. The other thing I was going to say as I open this, mm-hmm. the material feels thick. Yeah, like, and I don't mean like, uh, like a wool sock thick, but like a quality. You said another underwear brand. Mine have already ripped oh. just from pulling them up. I mean, we'll get into we'll get into some of the reasons why. So, but what I what yeah. what I wanted yes. to talk about, Jesse, mm-hmm. if you've never worn this. Look at where your junk sits in in these underwear on the inside. You see, you see that. Okay, yeah. That is going to change your fucking life. <laughs> you will never experience anything like this. It's a little hammock for your uh, buddy. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the pouch boxers, man. Like they they really are game changing. Well, I was reading a little bit of the rundown on your site, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it cradles them nicely. And it's like Jesse's blushing <laughs> if, for people. We don't have video, but Jesse's <laughs> blushing. Like it's it's fucking awesome. When I first put a pair of underwear on that had support yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Mind blowing because yeah. the worst thing is it you ball stick into your leg. Nothing worse than that. You get yeah. hot, things just don't move the way you want it. And it's honestly, when you think about it from a professional standpoint, you can't be in a business meeting and adjust your nuts. No, when you get up to go shake yeah. somebody's hands, you and and you know it's not something that play. It's not in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, but at the time of doing it, you're gonna fucking know. Oh, it's awkward. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's so awkward to have to make those like sort of you know like midday adjustments, right? Like yeah. as you're as <laughs> you're walking leg around, shape. like yeah, exactly, right. You're walking down the mall or something like that. You're like, oh, you know, shoot, my my balls are stuck to my legs right now. I gotta try and fix this thing. The one how do you thing- do it as unawkwardly as possible, right? It's uh, you don't weird. want to do that weird hop because no. everyone knows what you're doing there, oh. and it's like you don't want to put your hands down your pants. <laughs> that's for sure. Like Any, being, yeah, anything you do is noticeable, right? That's the it's thing. True. It's yeah. Being a dad now, I've noticed you watch little kids just being at parks or whatever when your yeah. kid's running around, and you see the little boys, they'll stop, and they'll shake their leg real weird, <laughs> or get that weird, really wide walk, because they don't want to pick a wedgie, but you know they're trying to get the underwear out, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I remember that. The but good old days. These underwear, the thing with, with the thing with the pouch that really got me was it was just, it it just seemed like it was supposed to be that way. Oh, Yeah. It's crazy that it, it, it uh, you know, this, this sort of like change in, in men's underwear has only just begun. I mean, we've been, we've had balls for, I don't know, forever, forever pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Uh, I'd go and, from day one. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd go from day one. Pretty much there. But like, we've only ever had underwear that will just, you know, basically like, you know, keep your balls stuck to your legs and, 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 uh, you know, this whole idea of like, creating that separation from of your of your of your junk from your legs once you once you wear it like the first time you wear it, it's always going to feel a little bit weird you're going to be mm-hmm. like oh wait this is you know not quite normal but man like you get so used to it so quickly and then going to any standard underwear is just unpleasant i would say right like it's yeah. different for sure and yeah. you're not the first person who's actually told me that and <laughs> really? people like uh, our buddy matt said the exact same thing because yeah i don't know which ones i'm not sure which ones he wears but he was saying something about it he's like yeah you'll never go back once you you get this like exactly what you said. Once you separate yeah. your balls from your leg, you will mm-hmm. never go back. This is going to be an expensive pair of underwear for you because you're just you're not you're going to throw out all your other underwear. I promise you. But here's the thing: <laughs> I, I don't promise th- you. Their price except range, for Sundays. Their price range isn't like it's it's like you said it's a premium underwear, yeah. but it's no more than any other underwear. No, yeah. When you compare us to you know the, the two underwear sacks or the other sort of like premium even boxes Joe out there. Boxer, yeah. which isn't a premium boxer, the name is a premium name. It's not yeah. a premium. 
product. Yeah. They cost the same amount. You oh. might as well get the a good quality product. Yeah. Like what what no, drove so what what drove you to underwear? What <laughs> not t-shirts or like you know, like uh, I think, like anything that good in this world, usually hatred kind of drives you to something. <laughs> um, and for yeah. uh, for me, it was the current boxers that were out there. I got introduced to you know, uh, you know, premium boxers, you know, probably five or six years ago. And when I tried them, I'm like, holy crap! Like these are so so good. Um, but I still couldn't find anything that would like you know fit, fill all the needs that I had. I guess you know, uh, about a year and a half ago, my wife and I. We're on a vacation in Hawaii, and um, we uh, went on a date night. So my uh, my in laws were there. They took care of uh, our daughter nice. at the time, and we went for this like what was going to be like this romantic walk down the beach. Uh, and it was one of the worst days of my life. Like I finished, I was all sweaty and like wet and like I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm a big guy. You guys are. I'm a big guy you're, too. You guys you're like guys. plenty there's, over six foot. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tall dude. Um, but like you know. When your legs are like rubbing together all the time, you get that like chafing and discomfort, oh, and like awful. there's nothing worse than that. I was feeling that uh, when I was you know on that walk, and I was like, "There's got to be something better out there." And I was wearing the the good expensive boxers at that time, um, but they still weren't doing what I wanted them to do. So more name I, brand than uh, oh yeah, like I was I was wearing thing. like you know well I mean like I was wearing the sacks and those sort of things. Oh, so and, companies like, that companies, claim to be yeah. I mean, don't get me too, wrong. Right? I think they make great boxers. They're they're a great company. Um, but they still weren't able to solve the problems that, that I was having, right? That, that being, you know, they were supporting my balls, but like, I was still, you know, chafing my legs and stuff like that when I was, when I was moving. And I wanted to try and find a boxer that, you know, would support your junk, that would, you know, not have any of that skin on skin contact that causes that chafing and discomfort. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I did a ton of research. I tried a lot to find something that could solve that for me. And in the end, some companies got pretty close, but they just weren't able to do exactly what I was looking for. So I thought, well, maybe I can try and make something like this. I absolutely love and that concept. Is like, ah, there's nothing good enough. Let's just make my own. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. So uh, yeah, I, I connected with a uh, Canadian designer uh, here in Calgary. She's from Montreal originally. Her name, her name is uh, Martina Corello. She is just an unbelievable designer. I kind of shared my vision and idea with her as to what I was looking for from a, from a boxer. And uh, she helped me kind of like take this idea and turn it into something that's uh, that's real. I mean, in this process too, like I learned how to create patents and do all this sort of stuff. Like my pouch is like a it's patent pending technically right now, but like we've got a very unique design we're using to like make them you know that much better than what you know current boxes that are that are out there. Is it a is it a big pain to go through those hoops? Like it is money wise. uh, Like is it like a it's a uh, it's it's unpleasant in every in every facet uh, dealing with patents and stuff like that. It is that. not like wearing a nice pair of oak. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving all this product placement, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Will it, over here for is, it, is it something that could like potentially greatly pay off though? With patents. all this with all this hassle, is this something that could? Patents are always a there's something that they're they're necessary to have. You want to make sure that if you have an idea that's unique, that you are able to. You know, claim that as your own, right? So, you know, uh, you know, Sax has done it, you know, uh, I've done it. All these sort of different companies have their own ideas of like, you know, what makes their idea theirs. And basically, me having that means that, hey, this is the thing that makes my brand and my, you know, my product a unique and special thing. So that in itself is a important thing to have. Um, but I mean, the truth with patents that I've come to realize is that, uh, they are expensive. Holy cow. Um, they are nothing, you know, they're, they're not a cheap thing to make happen. And in the end, 
all you have to do is tweak a couple things and, you know, you've effectively invented something new, right? Like flare it out a little differently. Every every patent is not, it's not like I've invented this brand new thing. It's I've built upon this idea Mm -hmm. and made adjustments to it. And that, I mean, that's great because that's the way that the world continues to evolve and 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 your version, right? Building a better mouse. Yeah. Yeah. My versions protected. The, the, the things that make my boxes unique are, you know, uh, you know, owned by Oak Apparel now. And that's a, you know, I think ultimately a really beneficial thing, but, uh, it's still, um, yeah, it's a process that, um, you know, for me, my whole thought process of why I was trying to start this business is I want to try to learn kind of the aspects of all this sort of stuff. So I could have potentially just hired somebody to do, you know, patent research for me and do that sort of stuff. But I decided, you know, I'm going to just dig into this myself and do my own research and try and figure that stuff out. And that was a fun process. But man, like there's a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff, uh, <laughs> uh, patent wise on the, uh, man, I should sell you some of these patents. There are some really bizarre patents that are out there too. Really? Uh, oh man. What, yeah. is, what, what are some of the strange things that you come across on? Um, like especially, I guess, especially <sighs> in the underwear game, like as doing, I did a bit of research coming onto the podcast and yeah. like, you know, underwear obviously has been around for centuries now yeah. Yeah. and not a ton has changed. It's kind of gotten a bit smaller. Yeah. Oddly enough, one of the stats out there is the smaller it got, the the more popular underwear got. Yeah, the le- the less yeah. material started showing mm-hmm. up from you know the 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 red onesie. Do yeah, you, do you know do you know what that's called? What's it called? It's called the union suit. I <laughs> I wrote I wrote it down. Sweet yeah, it's called it's called the union it. suit, and it was invented yeah. in 1868. Wow, and it was worn by b- both men and women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was underwear. Yep, yeah, that was the one piece suit with the butt flap. And Jesse, I wrote this down just for you. It's called a drop seat. A drop seat. <laughs> Not a butt flap. A drop seat. And that was just so you could go to the washroom. Yeah, and it was the same thing. It was worn by men and women. Yeah. When it first showed up, it was red, dyed red, but mm-hmm. it kept fucking with the laundry. Because it would dye everything red yeah, and yeah, pink afterwards. So then they started doing it gray. Yep. And it stayed like that forever. And then yeah. they started shortening it yep. to shorts and short sleeves. Mm-hmm. Then they made cotton ones for summertime. Yes. And then one dude came out with the brief. And it was the underwear, but with like a the tank top on top as yeah. a one piece yes. for a guy. So kind of like a what are those? A romper. Yeah, but it was <laughs> no, it was more like a one piece women's bathing suit. Yeah. Oh. But for men. Okay. And then I'm guessing that didn't last very long. That kicked off. That that said, everyone was like, "I want one of those." It oh. sold out. It sold out so quickly that they were taking shit off of the mannequins, and it was gone. Everybody wanted yeah. it, so the smaller the shit got. Yep. The more it got desired, and oh, yeah. then they cut the thing in half, two pieces, and they called it boxers. It's after, no, after what the boxers would wear in the boxing yeah, ring. That's right. They named it boxers, mm. and that's where it came from. And then the women got the bra, and then yep. all hell broke loose, and oh, yeah. men fell in love. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I didn't know that. I did. That's a, a good history. Yeah, it, thorough. It was fun. It was fun. I was like, I'm going to watch some underwear shit today and not be the Victoria's <laughs> Secret uh, fashion show. That sounds good, man. That's how I got an underwear. Well, yeah. Hey, it's good. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, like, uh, you know, creating this idea for the boxers, part of that process meant I had to find, you know, some good manufacturers to, to create this product. Definitely. Too. That's important. Uh, man, it took so long to find what quality is, stuff. Explain yeah. that process. Because what is that like saying, first off, like, First off, having an idea, yeah. Then creating that idea, patenting that idea, mm-hmm. then going, okay, can you make me some boxers? Yeah. And then finding other things. Explain that process because that's something that 
I'm I'm never yeah. I've never been close to anything like that. It's yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. So I mean, I'll tell you like uh everything started when I connected with uh, like I said Martina that designer. She uh I I got in contact with her because she was a fashion design teacher at Old College up up and around here and she's doing her own thing now. But um that's why I got connected with her. I kind of explained, here's my idea. My original idea actually, like it's amazing to see how these ideas kind of evolve and change as time goes on. The original idea was to actually have like what I was classifying as like a thigh guard. Cause the biggest thing I wanted was like that inner upper inner thigh sort of like chafing to go away. Yeah. It's an so awful thing. It's, when un- that happens. it's, it's, it's terrible. terrible. It, it is, is terrib- just yeah. the worst when you have it. I'll tell you a funny marathon story too in a little bit. Hold on. The pentanine. Yeah. Your what? kid's pentanine cream. Penitent. Penitent. Penitent? Oh, yeah, I always wow. say it wrong. The butt cream. The butt oh yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, helps with the chafing. Oh, if you get it, it does. Yeah. I got it. I will tell you guys a funny story in a minute about that. But, try, uh, try, try being a hairy guy when it ties knots. Oh. <laughs> it's the you know, stickiest. Do you shit remember? Do you ever, remember when though. you were a kid and you told your buddy to close his arm together, and you'd rub his arm hair in circles, no, and it would. No, sure. you never did this to people. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! So you. So what you do is you make. You make we your, grew up together, so oh I don't know what gosh. he's talking about. What? So you make this a guy like, <laughs> close his arm, right? Almost like he's flexing, but don't flex. So your arm's completely closed. And in the in your elbow pit, yeah, where there's the fold, start rubbing in circles. Okay. And if you do it just shortly, look, it'll start dreadlocking. Like yeah. if I rub together, mm-hmm. it'll dreadlock and tie also, you your hair it. into knots. And then when you open it, his fucking hair's <laughs> tied together. <laughs> yeah. It it was oh my god. Do that between your legs. Ooh. Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Not that I've experienced that. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah, friend yeah, told me not. about that. <laughs> friend told me about that. Sorry, marathon story. No, well, full I, circle. I'll uh, okay. I'll tell you my my marathon story before I get into the actual. You did you know, a marathon. Design. Well, I did a half marathon. So fair enough. The the way this whole thing started is actually I did a half marathon in Disneyland, which get is out. where I did it. Nice. Yeah, it is. You're amongst friends here. It was <laughs> so. Um, I mean, I'm gonna say fun. Uh, I still had to run a half marathon, but uh, the way that we got we got started on this was my. Mom was really into running for a while, and she wanted the rest of us to get into that as well. So for Christmas one year, she was like, kids, we're going to go to Disneyland. And we're like, yes. And like, we're all going to run a half marathon. And we're like, uh, what? shoot. <laughs> okay. Well, we can still go to the parks and, and hang out and do that sort of stuff. So That's a fair uh, here's, here's the funny thing about this, though, is that my mom, during the process – Actually, was like playing tennis, and she tore her Achilles tendon. Oh, so she had to get oh, that's surgery. That's a bad one, yeah. too. So everybody in the family ran this half marathon, except for my mom, who was the one who wanted to do this half marathon. Funny, Jesse. <laughs> Moms are like that. You identify with that lady, <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Once had people ask him. He asked people. He hates moving. Yeah, and he asked people to help him move one day, only because the day he was preparing to move. He dropped his bed on his foot. No. Exploded his big toe. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so the guy who, oh, no. Jesse will never help you move. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't help you, you don't have to help me. It's fair <laughs> that way. He had to sit there and watch everyone help him fucking move. Oh. So he identifies with your yeah, mom you, very you well. It, right? it, wasn't a good, <laughs> it wasn't a good feeling. I think she feels bad about it in the end, but that's okay. Um, but while I tried to uh, just prepare for this marathon too, I was in the same boat as you. I'm like, you know. I'm I'm definitely not a natural runner. My brother, he didn't train at all. He's like just pure athlete. He just went for the him and his wife just went for the run. It was like no business at all. Just another morning run. I trained like as hard as I could and I still, you know, I just I did terrible. But while I was training, I was on a treadmill. 
uh, that was in my, my in-laws basement place. And, uh, I'd go, I would go down, I was committed. I was like, I'm going to run, I'm going to do this. Um, I dealt with that sort of like chafing thing too. It was just like so unpleasant. They have some like grease you can buy from sports check that you can like, <laughs> you know, rub on your legs to try and do this. But the biggest mistake that I made, um, while training for this marathon was I did it shirtless. So I, I, I practiced the whole time. Uh, without a shirt on, I would just like go for my runs and watch my, watch movies on the TV while I was running. And when the marathon time comes, you have to wear a shirt. They, they don't like when you're, when you're at Disneyland, they don't let you go shirtless, unfortunately. Yeah, I, right. Or they got to try that. and, you know, jab you with your number on your chest <laughs> or something like that. So, uh, wearing a shirt running will never having like, you know, practice with that your poor nipples, my nips, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> Did it was, they bleed? They, things got pretty bad. So I, uh, I got like a good chunk of the way through this run. I'm like my, my nips, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm trying to run with like my, 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 my hands on my shirt, trying to hold it out, yeah. uh, to, you know, keep them from just rubbing with each other. And, uh, partway through, I, they have like a, a little rest area with like a first aid place. And so I go to this rest area and I said, Hey, <laughs> my nips <laughs> are like, almost bleeding right now. Do you have anything that I can give you? And this little Mexican dude was like, well, I could give you like an ice pack or something. And I said, okay, I don't quite know how that's going to fix things. But like he took an ice pack and then he took tape and he put it on one of my tits. And then he just taped it to my, like to my chest, basically like put it under the shirt and like taped it around. So like, it kind of like gave me a little space on the one, uh, like, just cause it was sitting out for a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I finished this run with this ice pack, um, you know, taped to my, to my chest. And, um, I would just, I would just recommend if you do plan for a marathon, like do it with a shirt on, try, make sure that every aspect of your body is ready for for what's going to happen. It's weird those stations didn't have kind of giant just like, nipple covers. Just well, band-aids. It can't, it's not it's not a new problem. Yeah, that, that's a that's a every marathon problem. I paste these over your nipples. I always think of that episode of The Office, right, where Andy Dwyer's doing his <laughs> run and he's he's got you know like it's literal blood coming out of them uh, by, by the time that that's, his run is done. At the at the very end, they get they had a Vaseline station, so I grabbed some Vaseline and I I, I rubbed it on there, and it seemed to like alleviate. A little bit, but uh, oh, um, you know, half marathons as a whole, I would say I haven't done one since. And I mean, Disneyland's probably the best place to do that because I gotta like run and see like Mickey and Pluto, and you run through the park. Were and, people like, dressed up? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, That's people were dressed up. It was so cool. We got to run through the um, uh, Angels in the Outfield. What's, what's that team? Oh, name? Uh, uh, are they Los Angeles the Angels? Angels? Yeah, okay, so. man, you can tell how I little baseball I, think... I watch. Me too. Not I literally. Ran on like through the stadium, like on home base, and like oh, they cool. would announce your name while you were running and stuff. That's it was cool. wild. Like, I do that. Really, I do that if, for sure. If you're ever gonna do one and you haven't done before, done one before, the Disney one was an absolute blast. But just train well, the Disney standard is a real thing. Like, oh man, yeah. You go to Disneyland, it's a different standard of, mm-hmm. and that's for everybody too. It's yeah. not like it's just for the super rich people. Everybody gets the Disney standard. Don't get me wrong; you could pay a little more and get the. The Disney Plus standard. Wow, that's what I did there. <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus just can't so good. I get it. Anyway, no, but it's the Disney standard can't be beat. As mm-hmm. After I was at a Disney park and did research as an older as an older person, because I went when I was fourteen, and then just recently with my daughter for her was it for her birthday? My birthday, January. Yeah. And uh, after finding out that Walt Disney like went around and asked people's 
advice on everything to the point where he would follow people around once they would get something from the concession and see how long it took for them to finish something and throw a wrapper on the ground. And the average person, it was something like six to nine steps. Yeah. So in Disneyland, almost every 10 steps, you will find a fucking garbage can. That dedication that Disney has is just, it is second to none. Like that level of. It's wild. Every little detail matters. And I think that is such a, just, I mean, that's what made Disney such an exceptional, you know, um, you know, businessman, entrepreneur. And that's what allows his parks to continue lasting. I mean, I go to, you know, Universal Studios and stuff too. And the difference is, is, is noticeable. Noticeable. It is. You see the quality. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was, you know, walking down, going on one of these roller coasters. And there's this guy pushing this giant, you know, garbage vat, like, kind of all around, like, on the main roads. You never see that at Disney, no, right? Like, no. Everything is just, like, designed to be perfect. Did yeah. you know there's hidden yeah. things in the lineups at Disney? Hidden Mickeys. Like, hidden Mickeys. I not, know about Not, not yeah. just Mickeys, but, okay. like, if you see something where it says, do not touch. Yeah. There's so a like, few of those. Indiana Jones, yeah. that ride. Where you pull is, the oh, you man. can pull the rope yeah. and then it's like, hey, man, <laughs> When I went in January, we went in the castle and you walk through like Snow White's story or Sleeping yeah. Beauty's story. You walk through her hers thing and there's a door that's locked. So I pushed on it mm-hmm. just to see what I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking closed door here. So I push on it and it's like, and it rattled and lights lit up. I'm like, oh shit. And like, it scared the hell out of me. It was. It fucking got me. Oh, man. But what we were talking about, sorry, okay. was the manufacturing oh, yeah, process. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're bringing it back. We're bringing yeah, it back. That's we always, always bring it back most of the time. <laughs> but, yeah, no, picking okay. picking your different manufacturers. Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing is this. You have this original idea of, like, what you want your product to be, right? And so I would work with Martina uh, to... Uh, and man, like that, that process itself is awkward because I am the dummy and like I am the test person hmm. in, for all this whole thing. So like I'll go, here's what I'm looking for from this boxer. Here's kind of the idea. Uh, she will, you know, create the original design and she's going to, she sews it up for me. Right. I then put it on and I go, Ooh, yeah, no, I need you to like adjust this and here and th- we need this change here. And I, like, I don't really know Martina very well at this point in time. So like, you know, I'm tr- truly just in my ginch, like talking to her, being like, okay, yeah, like as I like lift up my balls, I go, can you just, uh, yeah, like I need this part to be like a little bit tighter. And, uh, you know, she was really cool. My wife was like, what is going on? That would be so awkward. Who is this woman? Yeah, no. What business do you want to start? My wife then was very cool about this whole thing. Uh, so, but like making, you know, all of those, you know, just little tweaks and adjustments is, is one thing. And then you go, okay, I have a, a decent product now. I have something that at least like, I think could be made into something, you know, uh, So did she, sorry, did she initially make a pair of boxers for you? She did. Yeah. So. And then you take that pair of boxers that was made by hand. Yeah. And you go to a manufacturer, like. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. You, you, um, it's, it's a good thing to do, especially when you're dealing with, uh, manufacturers in other countries that aren't. That English isn't their main language. Fair enough. Um, you kind of, you, you create like an actual, like a pattern of the design. So it's like every, you know, th- th- these boxers have, I think, you know, nine or 10. I've seen sewing patterns pieces, before, right? yeah. Yeah. So there's all these different patterns. You send those off as, with a single size, right? Make it that your large size or whatever it's going to be. Uh, and then you also send a, a, you know, an actual sewing boxer as well to say, here's just to give you an idea of like what this should look like by the time you're done putting this together. Here's what the, you right. know, ideal product should be in the end. Um, and, uh, there is a lot of really bad manufacturers out there that I, I, I found, uh, we started off on, um, I mean, uh, 
I'm brand new to this. Like, this is the first business I've ever started, so I didn't really know where to start. But I started looking on Alibaba.com, uh, trying to find some different manufacturers yeah. there. Um, fortunately, Martina had some connections. She, she, was, she was able to get me connected with a few different manufacturers as well. Um, and so you send them design, you say, here's what I'm looking for. And then they, they send you stuff back. And so you can ask them for samples of like other products that they've made before. And I tell you, man, this, the, the boxers that were coming to me or like just like the underwear as a whole, there's some crazy boxers out there or just like underwear as a whole. Like I, I think the, uh, um, we're actually seeing this, like the, the, um, the, the, um, there's a lot of, uh, like the homosexual sort of like group of people are like really creating a lot of really interesting and, and funky boxers that are out really? there. Yeah, like, just, like, the underwear as a whole. Like, a lot of it's, like, that, that sort of, like, sexy underwear, really. Like, are I don't you, think if I were, my wife would think I was very sexy wearing it. Gotta but, have the right uh, body type. Yeah. yeah. Talking, like, like some, different cuts, different styles, not just colors and designs. Oh, man, it's not colors and designs anymore. Like, there are all these things that, like, really are designed to, uh, like, uh... Uh, accentuate, accentuate. Yeah, that's the right word. Like, really, kind of show off the the package that you currently I have. have. Kind of lift gonna... and display. <laughs> Jesse, it's, it's I'm amazing. not gonna lie. This is one thing that's gonna be game changing coming from boxers to these. Yeah. In the in the era, Jesse, we grew up in the '90s. We wore pants from Blue Notes that were nice and baggy. Pants are tight nowadays. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Good fitting pants, they're tight. That's just kind of what happens. Yeah. These boxers, it's like putting on, it's like when your wife puts on her good bra and you're like, yes, the girls look good tonight. The girls look good tonight. You put on a pair of these boxers and your favorite pair of jeans and you're like, someone's going to look at that. (laughs) Someone's going to glance my way. It really does. I appreciate that those boys are going that way because why not? Oh, yeah. Why not? I've said that for how many years, Jesse? Have I been like, what if the world was what if the world was backwards, and instead of the old joke, instead of Hooters, it would be Peckers, and, and, and guys, that was the thing. Like guys what? would have pants that showed off their junk better. Yeah. What, what if there that. was like a little slit that showed off your ball cleavage? Oh my god! After the lip, the lift, <laughs> no. and then it's just got a little. I ball need you to know something. <laughs> this exists. Like there oh my is. God, really? there- there, there is like there is. Uh, if you search Alibaba, you can see it. Like there is. <laughs> All of this different, you know, men's underwear, and they're showing off all the pictures and stuff like that. And it I is was like, going to ask, like, holy crap, this is not something I was used doing to doing your own research. Yeah. Then, yeah, would you have stumbled across Probably obviously the, things that you were not looking I, for? I because <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm going to look up some underwear on the internet, and then yeah. your search history goes like, oh man, uh, <laughs> what are your, your Google ads, ads like? Are I am I'm almost exclusively getting underwear now like on all of my Google ads it's it's all just it's all just underwear that's pretty much all that I get uh and most of it is is pretty uh you know fairly normal fairly tame but every once in a while man you just I, I see some really weird stuff some out there wild cheap yeah i'm not saying don't search it it's really interesting i mean like uh, the manufacturer sent me some pairs i tried some on my wife was like please never wear those again <laughs> but you know it's still there's there's a whole new world in this sub genre that's out there oh man yeah and you know it's uh it's a pretty cool thing i've always right? been intrigued yeah. i'm like women wear thongs and a lot of them say it's comfortable yeah but then I think about Larry the Cable Guy's jokes about how do you women wear thongs and keep them clean. Yeah. And then I think about men, because he makes a joke about men. He's like, if men wore thongs, like. They do. The, right? And I was <laughs> like, okay, fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm, fair enough. You know what? I can't shake this image of there's underwear out there where the fabric just 
it it hugs your your junk so well that there's probably like a, like a little tube you you put your your penis in and then it just it's just like a a fabric Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's called Separatech. That's the company. God damn. Uh, yeah, Separatech. They make <laughs> strippers. A, a boxer. Strippers wear <laughs> and, them a lot. And it I don't this, these boxers are pretty actually I don't think they're very they're very good looking at all to be honest with you, but I did buy a pair and I tried them out. And like your you know your your, your actual shaft goes into the one it's hole. Got its own and line. then you got like a little, little thing for your balls as oh. well that sits in there. And I mean like it's kind of comfy to be honest with you. Like it's definitely uh it's a uh I mean I think mine are better, but I mean, like that's uh, that's okay. It's it's definitely it's doing its own thing, right? That would uh, be serves yeah. a purpose. Yes, yeah. That would be awkward. That would there's there's a time and place for underwear like that. That's not an everyday <laughs> wear. Like that's a lingerie. <laughs> that's, a lingerie. Like, that's a man men's lingerie. Think about it. Yeah. It'd just be like a tube sock. Every time you go take a pee, it's, the the <laughs> the shaft that you turn inside out. So <laughs> then you'd be standing at the urinal and you'd be poking at your underwear to put the fucking. Thing back and you'd stuff yeah. your dick back in. Yeah, that'd just get awkward if you. I feel were like at the it's urinal. not a pair you wear to work. You know, no, <laughs> no probably not. Or maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what you do depends for work. Where you Goes work. good with your yeah. butt plug. You know, <laughs> I used to work at a strip club. I saw all <laughs> sorts of fancy men's underwear. <laughs> uh, what kind of strip club? <laughs> Calgary strip club. And was uh, what was it? Every second Sunday was the males. Like lady, ladies' yeah, night, ladies so that night. men men would come through. Mm-hmm. You want to talk funny stories? Yeah, Calgary being the oil town it is. See some like Texas businessman come in when he's mm-hmm. out of town, away from his family, and he wants to go to the strippers. He's got to pay four dollars cover and show me his ID, and he's fifty four years old. <laughs> so now he's fucking angry, <laughs> and then he walks in, and there's a big dick on stage, and he's like, he comes, uh, shit, you not? This actually happened. Guy comes flying back at me. He's with a Texan accent, like, what the fuck is going on? What is this shit? What are you trying to pull? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's ladies' night. Like, if you give that guy, yeah. I'm like, if you give that guy a minute, he'll stop swinging his dick, and a girl will come up on stage. <laughs> so to his to his class, he waited, mm-hmm. had a beer, waited for the girl on came on stage. She comes on stage, not literally, and he comes back and he goes, I can't fucking touch her. There's like a there's like a barrier. Oh, yeah. And then this was before you could get lap dances in Calgary. So oh, Calgary okay. was very, very late on the lap dance thing. So, really? Okay. Yeah. Like you couldn't get lap dances in Calgary for the longest time. And he shows up and he's like, I can't touch him. I can't get lap dances. And some guy was on stage. <laughs> he was so fucking mad that he was out within 15 he's really minutes. He's like, sir, no. I, th- I think you need to go downtown. There's a special place. <laughs> he was, he he's, was he's so mad. used to be, mad. what was it, third Ave? Fourth Ave? Something like that? Oh, yeah. It was third Ave. Go third cruise Ave. down. Hooker hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting okay. them. Just being just going assholes. To find them. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me, and, me and a friend of ours, we'd go chase Johns that would go pick up hookers just for yeah. fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we'd sit on we'd sit on Third Ave and watch a guy pick up a hooker, mm-hmm. and then they would drive around the corner and they'd go discuss price yeah. and options, and then they would go drive somewhere. Well, we'd fucking follow them. No, and we'd just follow them and follow them until they'd notice us following them. And one guy tried to get away one time, and he drops his hooker off and fucks off. Like, oh yeah, we the stupid things. <laughs> That's pretty wild, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. Twenties <laughs> were an interesting uh, time. Eh, maybe a little long- younger. 20, maybe like don't lie it was last weekend so coming back to uh, on that note coming back to what yeah. we're here for it's the thing talking about underwear right like you really it's you so can take you into yeah, some uh some pretty crazy spaces yeah this might have to put up so how did you end up like deciding on your manufacturer then because you get so you get yeah you get a handmade piece where yeah. you're like here's your pattern yeah here's the cod piece yeah 
here's the here's the fabric yeah. that I want. Now, did you have a fabric in mind? Yeah. When you sent it out, and you're like, make it out of this. Uh yeah, definitely. So like you, you uh, before you kind of do any of that stuff, you, you get an idea of the kind of fabrics that you want. We're using a polyester spandex fabric for these boxers right now. That fabric is really great because it's nice. It's nice. It feels great. Hey, it feels yeah. so nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's a great fabric too because it's a moisture wicking fabric. So like as you walk in sweat, it's pushing the moisture away from your body and it's kind of got that dry fit. Yeah, they dry to it. so fast. Like, it's crazy. You put those things, you take them out of the out of the washing machine. Like they're they're dry by the time you pull them out. Basically, that's cool. It's pretty slick. Yeah. So you have an idea of the kind of fabric you're looking for. You um, you reach out to the manufacturers. You go, hey, um, because everything uh, when it comes down to fabric, at least, is is by weight. You go, here's the percentage of you know, materials I want. So this is a, this box is a 10% polyester and a, uh, sorry, it's 90% polyester, 10% spandex. Um, and then you go by how heavy the fabric is, how, how heavy the weave is. This has got some girth yeah. to it, as Cody was saying. It's not a, it's yeah. not a thin fabric. It's not thin. I wouldn't say it's like, it's not like a winter, winter level no, sort of no, boxer. No, no. Uh, but it definitely is a little bit thicker. Uh, it's like and, cardstock. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, stability. It feels stable, you know? Well, and that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to make a boxer is because I wanted to make something that wouldn't, I wouldn't tear through them every, you know, three months or so. Yeah. And that's what I found with a lot of the boxers that I really liked was I love them. I wear them, but you know, uh, th- you know, three months down the road, I'd be like, Oh, I got holes in this right thing. Right at the my legs sacks, too. My, right? My, my right sacks did that. Of, they were, yeah. they're, they're so thin. Yeah. Sacks are nice because they, they hold you in place. Yeah. They're not the the sack is not like that. No, it's different. Yours looks way yeah. better. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But they're so thin. They're mm-hmm. very thin and light. Yes. And from just pulling my own boxers up, yeah. like when your pants pull your underwear down, you pull your yeah. fucking ginch up. Yeah. I ripped a hole in the side. Yeah. So now I look ghetto with a with a hole <laughs> in the side the from 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 the band. Yeah. These do not feel. No, they're they're like very well that. made. They're very durable, and that's part of the reason why we chose this fabric is we wanted a fabric that could last for a while right when you when you use them i've actually got another version that's coming in the next uh two weeks made out of um modal uh, have you heard of modal before? no no what is this uh modal is it is a game-changing fabric it is um you're gonna i think you're gonna start seeing more modal in the future too um it's made out of beechwood is what it's made out of Get um, out. yeah uh it feels like silk like it is like some of the softest feeling fabric that's Are we out talking there. recyclable type <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I didn't like the recyclable aspects of it. But uh, probably it's Beechwood, so it's, uh, you know, probably could do that. Uh, Moisture wicking, though, like we're cotton, like the issue with cotton is it like absorbs everything, right? You walk in that, it, like cotton's designed to just like, it just sucks up, you know, every bit of moisture you can, right? Um, you know, this sort of modal, it's, it is a moisture wicking as well, so it kind of pushes the, the, the moisture away from the body. In comparison to like the current fabric that this guy is, um, it's more like the sacks where it's like, it's a bit, lighter and so it's it can you know you can repulse it easier so what we did to kind of innovate on that is we actually have like you can see there's like an internal like uh there's a separate piece of fabric here kind of like on, yes. the, on the inside of the where your legs are when your inner thighs are there we're actually keeping that fabric as the same poly spandex fabric so it's like super oh, durable okay. while you're you know walking around so that's where most people get their holes in their boxes yes right there. so we're keeping that fabric like that to keep it durable but the rest of the fabric is going to be made of this uh, modal. Dude, and genius, man! When you uh, when you try modal on, like it is, uh, it's a it's a pretty life changing. I'm boxer. excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're they're really really great. But uh, when it comes down to actually finding that manufacturer, um, you give them the, you give them what you want. They make something, and they send it back to you. Um, and which is weird because you don't ever think of like that process of like you guys are exchanging 
yeah. ideas like that. And like this stuff's coming from like Bangladesh, China, wherever, yeah. right? Like yeah. wherever you chosen. Mm-hmm. So like is it can't be a fast process. No, it's not. Uh it's something you- where Sorry, are you getting like one or two at a time when you do this, or is it like send me ten for like uh, cost and product? You're doing one or two at a time when they're okay. making samples for you. When these manufacturers are making samples, they're charging a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars per sample, basically. Holy sheep shit! Yeah, to actually like make a single version of this product. Your balls you. are wrapped in gold, sir. <laughs> yeah, and man, some of the samples I got were absolute garbage. Like it's amazing how Did bad. Did you give them to friends though? You're like, hey, is- fuck, you're. <laughs> Wear this weird thing. Yeah, I had some. I had some buddies of mine who I would go like, "Yeah, you want to try these things out?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, I, I hate them." Uh, <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, me too." Uh, <laughs> Just make it. Sure. Wait, you wore yeah. the same underwear as me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd make one or two. I would. I would make one or two that I could. I could send out to other people. My dad tried quite a few on. I got a few buddies of mine who would who try them out for me and go, "Yeah, I like this. I didn't like this." And so, but it's all it's all iteration, right? So you send it off. You get them to make something. They send it back to you. you go, okay, yeah, I see this but i need you to address this and that and um you know you're dealing with uh a uh for a lot of people like you know my boxers my boxers are being manufactured in china right now so um you know english is not their first language right it's it's mandarin um and uh having just a straight up one-on-one conversation is something that is uh challenging there's a lot of miscommunication that happens so i'm so thankful i have my i got my ipad pro with my little pencil on it so like everything i did i take pictures i draw on top of it i email to them and then they would be able to actually like make the changes i need based nice. on the pictures that i was drawing nice and that was you know how we would make those changes basically i would they they'd ship it to me i'd go make this adjustment and then they would you know two weeks later they'd ship me another one basically so this whole process probably took around nine or ten months um, of time of just iterating and reiterating and reiterating and um you know you're constantly just making changes and going oh yeah i want to just make you know and we're talking like millimeters here guys when it comes down to like the adjustments that we're making it's amazing how uh even you know a few millimeters can make a big difference on something like you know, um, you know, a pair of boxers that you wear, right? Oh, like it's which, which way your balls, sit, yeah. You know, like that's that's it, huge. It's it such really a sensitive big. area. Now, yeah. like in this ten month time period, yeah. are you building brand awareness and stuff like that, or are you? Did you wait to get a, a lock on your product before you started? I wanted to make sure I had something good first, and I, that might have been a good move. That might have been a Smart. better one. I don't know. It took me a long time to just make the name for the business originally i wanted to call it bros i thought bros would be a sweet name uh for the boxers but um it's too uh anyone can say bros like you can't trademark that like it's not good right uh and then i chose wear bros and that name really sucks uh so it took i'm me glad you i'm gonna say i'm glad you didn't go with bros because yeah. bros has a stigma around it. i think i'm with you on that and that was the original idea it was like oh because you know you use your balls you have to try and think of something like kind of edgy with these names uh and ultimately oak i would say ended up, ended up not being edgy but like a lot of these companies you got sax right like s-a-x-x yeah and you got two under which is you know those things and like but, beneath or my package they all have these like oak, edgy names yeah oak has a like you spelt it differently, o- yeah. o- O-K-E, but yeah. the word oak, when you hear that name, yeah. it holds a certain standard. Totally, it does. Because when you think of oak, the things that are made out of oak- yep. Hardwood. Yep. Hey, there's that too. <laughs> but everything is strong, yeah. sturdy, and lasts yeah. when it's made out of oak. Yeah. It I, was it was a really smart choice. Hey, I really you. enjoy the name. I, I really appreciate that. And that oak, it's, it's actually- uh, it's it's South African. It's actually South African slang. It literally means guys or men is what the name means. Um, yeah, That's even kinda, better. Isn't that cool? Like, yeah, you like uh, that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I oh. love the South African accent. So the fact that it's like South African slang, I love. that Yeah, shit. it's kind of That's fun, right? So yeah, it's it's really cool. I'm not South have, African. I was going to say, uh, do you have any ties? No, I, my one of my favorite musicians though. Her name is Dear Reader. She made a whole album called Rivania. It's all about South Africa, and I got into that album, I guess. But uh, that's a complete side story. Uh, but I just, you it's know, what we uh, do here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read, uh, listen to Dear Readers Rivania. That's one of the best albums of all time in my mind. I was going to say because yeah. one of my favorite questions to ask, yeah, when we have musicians on, is what's on your playlist. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll just ask you out of the blue then. When you're making underwear or designing yeah. underwear, what's on your playlist? Oh man. Uh, how do you spell that weird lady's, not weird lady, but lady's odd name? Uh, dear Reader. Dear, so like? D-E-A-R-R-E-A-D-E-R. Oh, Dear Reader. Dear okay. Reader. Yeah. Just listen to Ravanya. That's her best album. Ravanya, okay. Yeah. Uh, and every single song is about, uh, like a different aspect of South African history, uh, Does which is really Bill cool. Tong at all? What? Does she talk about Biltong at all? Biltong? Biltong. No, it's I don't like, think she uh, does. South African beef jerky. <laughs> If no, you she follow our Instagram. There. Trust she, me, tr- it's a huge thing in this. You know, if she tried it though, I'm sure she would. Yeah, I'm sure uh, she knows what it is. Because yeah, it puts beef jerky to shame. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Apple Music fan. So um, right now, I've been listening to a lot of chill radio on there when I'm like trying to okay. design Very things. Cool. Uh, and uh, Caravan Palace recently, I've got into them again. They're like electro swing, which is like really weird, but they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty fun. So I try to look for music that doesn't have too many words in it, or is just kind of like background stuff. While okay. I'm if you're, yeah, I find yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're attempting to create sometimes words, yeah, either steer or distract. Yeah, they, th- what they can. What you're attempting yeah. to create, mm-hmm. I found when I was trying to either stay focused or or do something where I needed to either be creative or focused on on yeah. said task. Mm-hmm. Definitely words oh, without yeah. words without music. If music you're f- without words. Thank you. Words <laughs> without is. music. That's yeah. why I'm here. Words without music. Interesting. Um, that's a band name. <laughs> um, if you have a, if you're a YouTube fan, yeah. I've been stumbling across. Um, there's a how many? It's like six videos or something like that. But it's uh, a guy on YouTube who goes one sample for producers. Okay. So he'll the he has a certain sample that's given to him. Yeah. And then he gives it to four different producers, three three different producers and himself. Mm-hmm. And they all make a song out of said that is so sa- cool. sample. And everyone is way different. Oh, I love that. And how they go. Some people use the sample this much and create something around it. Yeah. Some people make an entire song from just said sample. That is so cool. It's a fun time. And it turned me on to a bunch of different artists that. I, oh, I never really out. stumbled across. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah. One sample for four producers. I can't remember yeah. the YouTuber's name, but okay. he's one of the main guys out there. Google that up there. It's a Hell good time. Yeah. That is so cool. So what made you choose Calgary for your lunch? Just where, was it convenient that you live here? Or was Calgary it? is a very convenient city for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I've lived born in here? Calgary my whole life. Yeah, me too. I've been born and raised here in Calgary. Nice. Uh, Original six. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I love the city. I think Calgary's a great city. Um, you know, the idea of trying to start a business here just kind of made made sense. Um, I have been so uh, just amazed by the warmth of the Calgary entrepreneurial community um, and the the way that they are just so supportive for new entrepreneurs like myself to be able to try to start this business. Um, I got in touch with. Um, I just sent him a message on LinkedIn. Uh, his name is Connor Curran. He's a guy who started Local Laundry. Have you heard of that uh, company here yeah, in uh, yeah, Calgary? Yeah, yeah. 
you probably see all these girls with their YYC hoodies and stuff like, or sweaters and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen those before. Yeah. Yeah, That's this guy, uh, Connor, him and his business partner, Dustin. That's their business. Uh, uh, that's their company. They're, uh, doing some amazing stuff there. And I just shot him an email out of the blue. I said, Hey, Connor, um, you know, my name's Tyler. I see you've started a business here in Calgary. Uh, can I, get a coffee with you sometime. And he was like, yes, come on down. Like, let me get you connected. And I connected with him and he got me in touch with all of these other different sort of people. It was so cool Dude, that's awesome. to like Dude. see how you can just build these connections within, within Calgary and how just warm and supporting everybody is. And you said comfort. Um, what so, was their, what was their name? Uh, local laundry is the local laundry name. story. Yeah. Local laundry is their, the, the, their business name and they're just great people there. And then I reached out to another guy named, uh, Adam. He runs a company here in Calgary called the Friday Sock Co. Uh, and he just got like the top 40 under 40 list in like some magazine or something like that. Crazy. He's doing some just crazy stuff with his socks. He's making mismatched socks. And, uh, I got connected with him and he got me in touch with a lot of different people and just, you know, uh, all of this, uh, Budo Brothers is another one. They make this like hoodie called the Hoodji. It's like a, it's like a karate, like, uh, no uh, like a, a karate. I don't know what a those gi- things are. Gi- oh, a gi- oh yeah. A gi. That's literally what it is, <laughs> but it's got like a hood on it and it's like really stylish. And these two Calgarian guys made that too. And I've just been able to reach out to people and go, Hey, I'm new. And people have been like, yes, come in. Like, let me connect you with people and let me help you grow your business and that's that's really so cool, cool to hear because oh man my stigma thinking about the fashion industry yeah would be that it is very very clicky and like yeah. exclusive I especially when be. you put the word luxury because like, yeah who the fuck are you <laughs> what makes you think that you're so luxurious when look at me yeah so it's really comforting to hear that because that's that's really it's been cool. pretty cool you know what's been really interesting i'll tell you this too about like getting into like the like quote-unquote fashion industry um or just an apparel industry as a whole is it seems like a lot i'm making a big generalization here so i'm sorry if uh uh you know this this comes across in a weird way but like a lot of people that like wanted to get into fashion were the ones that weren't as successful as those who like came in and said, Hey, I just had this random idea and I want to just, you know, create this thing. Right. And, um, those people just, just took off and grew, right? Like, you know, Connor, he didn't want to get into apparel. He started, you know, he just made some designs for local, you know, areas in Calgary and it just somehow, you know, it just took off and became a big thing. And Adam was the same sort of boat. And these guys just, you know, they didn't necessarily have a background in fashion, but they went, there's a problem here. I want to solve it. There's a thing that I want to create and connect with. And, those people were the ones that were able to actually, you know, kind of take off from there, right? So I'm sure there is some like high end fashion clicks, but uh, oh, sure. I haven't connected with them yet. Have you always had that drive? Have you always been that kind of person where it's like, if I have a problem, I need to solve it rather than, yeah, like I, I think that I I definitely love the ideas of challenges and trying to you know just just grow things. Um, you know, I um, you know, along with this sort of business, I'm a I'm a, I'm a landlord too. I have got some homes here in Calgary and we created, um, uh, legal secondary suites in those, in those homes. So we can like do like rentals and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Nice. And my wife and I, we just live in the basement of, <laughs> of one of those, uh, one of those houses and it's great. Someone else pays for, you know, my mortgages for all these other houses and stuff like that. And, Can't beat that. Um, I, I, I love doing it so much that way. We did it for one house. I'm like, man, this is so much fun. We should try and do this for another house. And so we did that and I'm like, man, you'll be really cool. I started blogging about what I'm doing. And so I created a blog all about legal secondary suites in Calgary. You can go to second-suite.com. You can go check out my blogs. Hell yeah. Uh, on doing, creating your home with a legal secondary suite. It's something that, um, I didn't know if I was ever going to 
profit off of it, and I, I did, definitely did not. But it's uh, still a fun thing just to to get into, right? And I've always it's, just it's also kind of yeah. a pain in Calgary too. Like there's there, like, oh the regulations, man. Yeah, Holy like, cow! I'll tell you this. Uh, not that we're talking about the elite homes and stuff like that, I guess. But uh, uh, doing secondary suites now is easier than it was even six or seven years ago. Yeah. Like, the city of Calgary has made some really great. Uh, adjustments to the way that you can you can get secondary suites uh, into your house, and if you want to, you know, get into a real estate sort of industry in some way and like get it into doing rental properties, right now I think the only way to do it and be profitable is by having legal secondary suites in your house. You know, I I've got friends who are renting a house for a full house for sixteen hundred bucks. Uh, you know, or, or, you know, 1800 bucks. That's not covering the mortgage that you're, that you're paying for, right? Um, versus, you know, by having, you know, you've got the same space, but I've got now a renter upstairs and a renter downstairs. Um, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, a thousand bucks more. Uh, potentially, right? That's that's actually able to pay for the mortgage to start giving you at least breaking and stuff. even over. Yeah, at the very know, least, losing. you're doing that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think after it went public that uh, the city council was parading you guys yeah. in front of council, and you have to go plead your case individually. <laughs> I think after that went public, they were like, "Oh, that's yeah. a bad look. We need to we need to fix things." Mm-hmm. They've made some really great changes. Uh, oh, it's regulation good to hear. wise, it's yeah. good to hear. Being a local from Calgary, yeah. and knowing. The economic diversity that we've had over the last little while. Yeah. Did you have any concerns while starting a business or did anybody kind of come up to you and was like, what are you doing starting a business right now? <laughs> I think those concerns are always there. Every, you know, um, everybody. You seem so fucking optimistic. I, that you're just like, <laughs> I just, my, I didn't like the way my junk was sitting. So I made some <laughs> shit and look at what I did. You seem so optimistic about it. So I'm like, yeah. Did anyone ever was like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, um, I, I'll tell you this. I have such a supportive family. I, I think I've really appreciated that from a, from a family standpoint, both, you know, my own mom and dad and my wife, her, my, you know, her parents. Uh, I've been very blessed to have, uh, you know, family that is just wanting to support me and going, Hey, this is what your dream is. If you want to try and start your own business and try and create something, then, you know, go for it. We want to support you. Having on a that. good support circle um, is that key. support structure yeah. really is, is the biggest thing that, you know, creates success. And I think, you know, when I think about, you know, um, the city, uh, and where it's at right now, economy wise, um, you know, things aren't, amazing in the city but you know what things are also aren't terrible it's not like no. we're in 2014 anymore right so they're like um hearing. you know we're continuing to see uh you know calgary grow and i think that you know part of the way i'm looking at this too with my business is yeah it's a calgary-based business and we're wanting to focus on that local aspect uh you know uh but i'm hoping i can try and grow it beyond calgary Hell too yeah. right and oh, yeah. you know get into other other spaces ultimately as well. worldwide right yeah that's yeah. The, that's definitely what the dream is Right, to be able to, to to kind of grow this to be a, a thing that's you know bigger than just uh, just me and bigger than just one city. That's right. all. I hope we can be a small catalyst in that, dude. I, I hope appreciate we can, it because yes, this is this is a series. Just by holding this in my hand, I've like <laughs> sitting here this whole time. I'm just looking at these. Yeah, you've been touching like, them on nonstop. Yeah, I <laughs> want to just get up and walk away for a minute because <laughs> the holding this in my hand, it's a quality yeah. product that I yes. feel. Underwear is something to me where it's like, when you have that good pair of underwear, you wear it on date night Mm -hmm. because you're like, (laughs) I shit you not, it makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Makes you feel more confident. It makes you feel, there's something about having a good set underwear. I was just talking about this 
with a friend, and a, a girl was telling me that her son has a pair of boxers that he absolutely loves. Yeah. And he will wash those underwear, put on a pair of other underwear, <laughs> and wait for those ones to be clean so he can put them back on. <laughs> right? And I like Buy I, your kid yeah. another pair of those Just- boxers. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, like, I was more impressed. I'm like, wait, your kid does laundry. I was like, yo, that's that is cool. pretty impressive. I did that's, all my own yeah. laundry because my mom just kept shrinking my shit. So. Yeah, did she? I did laundry I'm, since I, I was mean, 11. I was doing my own laundry at 11 years old. Then when I got a job at 14 and started buying my own clothes, it was like, if you, I was pissed because then I, I fucking bought this hoodie and I shrunk it. Shit. Yeah. I was so day. mad because then I, mm-hmm. I actually spent my own money on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man, I get it. So are you lucky enough, I guess, right now to yeah. be not a brick and mortar store? Or do you, are you a brick? Do you have brick and mortar? Like, we don't have brick and mortar. Do no. you have plans? Uh, probably not to make our own brick and mortar it would store. Be so expensive. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> the cost is pretty high. I'm uh, I'm going to a lot of markets right now, though, so that's where you can you can you can see me a lot. So um, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of. I'm going to be a part of the market collective that's going on for the holiday season. Okay. Um, at the little modern market as well. That's going to be where, happening. Where's that? Where's um? Oh, geez, I don't even know where these places are. Well, a market collective is uh, at the BMO Center, so that's going to be uh, right downtown. Okay. And that's on the, December 13th to 15th and the 20th to 22nd during those sort of weekends. You got to be in the plus 15s all downtown with the business guys in this underwear. Oh, man. 100%. Yeah, we just... Uh, Have we you just... had a warm reception? It's been very warm. Yeah, I've been I've been very uh, blessed as well that, that people who have bought these boxes have gone, holy cow, like, we love these things. And I've, uh, I mean, like, uh, my first, you know, batch of boxes that have come in, um, I'm already out. I'm sold out of all my mediums now. I finally have another chunk of, you know, 300 of those coming back in. Nice. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And, uh, this is another fun, just interesting thing, I guess, is I don't, like, I'm a big guy. I interested, underestimated how many mediums and small dudes there are in this world. <laughs> and that's a, that's just a silly, stupid mistake to make. I didn't even bother making smalls. I was like, smalls, like, who, who needs those? Who the fuck is uh, small? <laughs> Kid, kids don't wear boxes. <laughs> I do not know what I was thinking when I did that, but I didn't, I didn't make any. I got them coming. So they're coming in the next two weeks. Uh, along with my new model ones, those are coming in smalls too. Nice. Uh, That's so hilarious. It's I love so, it. it's so embarrassing, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm like, six yeah. foot four. Who the fuck wears smalls? Well, like, I, <laughs> I've worn smalls since I was nine. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, and I, I thought, you know, when I was, when I made these boxes, I thought the people that are going to be wearing them, are guys like me, guys who have bigger thighs, who, you know, are, you know, dealing with that sort of like legs rubbing together and all sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, that's the, the niche yeah. that I am focusing on, um, with this product. And once it got out there in the world, everyone's like, no, all these athletes were coming to me and saying, I, I want hockey players. Yeah. They're like, runs, I want yeah. these boxers. And I said, well, I got mediums for you. And so they took all of them. They're like, they're all gone now. So I got, uh, like I said, I got more coming in pretty quick, but, um, like it was, it was, uh, I did, did not, I did not, um, properly like gauge my numbers when it came down to like how, to, how many to order. So I've learned my lesson. I guess medium is supposed to be the middle size for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I learned a valuable lesson there. <laughs> Most are medium, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Who would have known? Who would have thunk, right? Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. So, yeah, we we are in a retail store, though, now. We're in um, a store called Planes Breakers that's in the TD Mall. Uh, so you can get our boxes there. And when I was at the Dude Show, it's uh, um, I met some guys who do, uh, like, beard oil and, like, hair stuff called Manday Grooming. Okay. And they just opened up a pop-up shop in uh, Richmond. Uh, no, in, um, geez, Prince George in B.C. at the 
Pine Mall there. Nice. They oh, cool. just opened up a shop and they just, yeah, they're, they're like, can we stock your stuff? I said, yes, please. Hell yeah. That. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Uh, so yeah, they're stocking, uh, oak there now too, which is really cool. And so I guess that's kind of the, the goal, hey, to get it yeah. everywhere rather than just have one oak store in Calgary, have oak everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So like right now you can buy the boxes online on our website, which is oakapparel.com. Great website, by the yeah. way. So you okay. like the look of it? I love it. Okay. It. it fits with the, uh, it fits with the packaging. Oh, like, thank you. Yeah. So your, your, wife, your wife is amazing. Dana, she's got some skills. She knows. I love you, Dana. She's got <laughs> great eyes. She's got a great. <laughs> yeah, she's really, really fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the, for the uh, positive feedback oh, on the website too. Yeah. I appreciate that. Hell yeah, um, yeah. So you can buy them on the website there, and then we're going to be at these markets and at the um, yeah at some of these stores. And I'm hoping to get into more as time goes on. That's exciting. Now's yeah. busy time with uh, with Christmas oh, coming up, right? Man. Yeah, with the holiday season, this is like the biggest time of the year for this. You know what I found too, which is crazy. Um, at least I thought it was kind of interesting. Was uh, probably like 60% of the people that are buying boxers from me are not dudes. They're women. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it, it makes sense when you think about it, right? 100%. Uh, you know, I don't even know if I buy my own boxers anymore. I mean, I, I make my own boxers now, I guess, but even but before then, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my wife was buying them for me. I get them for Always. Christmas from my mom and stuff like that, right? Like when I, were, when yeah. I got together with my wife, she was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you need, <laughs> you need some help. And she would go out and spend like big money. Oh, yeah. On my boxers mm-hmm. and buy me the greatest boxers I've ever worn. Yeah. I started off, this was before her, but I started off the first pair of like designer good ginch. So it's not like a, yeah. I, and I say designer, but I'm like, I don't mean like Calvin Klein. I know. Because Calvin's are a standard. Yeah. Calvin's are a standard. Yep. I went and bought, you know, ginch, ginch gunch or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> okay. a while back. Yeah. I bought some of their underwear and okay. I bought a pair of their tidy whities. Yeah. And you didn't, you, you've said nothing that was more true than, there's good underwear out there, but it didn't fulfill. Yeah, what you're looking for, ev- though, right? Everything yeah. that I needed, mm-hmm. I have worn everything from the Ginch Gunch to DKNY to yeah. the Sacks to this to that. Yeah, every fucking pair of underwear under the sun. Yeah, and you're right. Something's always lacking. Yeah, something is always lacking. I I can't say I've ever been more excited to put on a pair. Dude, of underwear. well, I'm really excited for you to try them out. I think you're, I think you're gonna really like them. Uh, I might be a little bit biased here, but I I think they're a pretty good pair of boxers. That's for slightly. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> are you planning on like I mean, how long? I don't even know how long you've been doing this. Uh, how man. long is how long has Oak been out for people to buy? We officially launched in August this year. Awesome. So four months now. Sweet. Yeah. So this is brand new. This brand, is exciting. Brand new. So yeah. this this may be early to to ask then, but are you do you have plans to branch out into anything else like a women's line? Uh, yeah, loungewear. One of the biggest slippers. things that I'm asking that people are asking for me already <laughs> is is I have so many women going. When can I get my get women's out. pair of oak apparel? Oh yeah, like I see tons of women that go. I want you know. Uh, a, you know, a like boxer esque kind of, uh, kind of pair of underwear that, uh, you know, is going to, you know, support and be really comfortable for me too. Right? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I bought a pair of, uh, underwear that was too small. Yeah. Bought a pair of Reebok underwear, too yeah. small. My wife stole them. Did she? Yeah. She, she <laughs> stole my, my like briefs. Yeah. She yeah. stole them. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, they're, they're comfortable. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing, right? There's yeah. the new cut, the boy, the boy, yeah, cut so the boy underwear shorts and stuff like that. Stuff. Yeah. But my, like, my sisters played hockey for, yeah. for years, mm-hmm. and they've always worn, not always, but they wear a compression short yeah. or a boxer-type short underneath. Yeah. So this yeah. this makes perfect sense that you would transition into 
just athletics in, in general. Totally, yeah. And I think it's something that we're, we're looking to do down the line. When it comes down to the, um, thank you. Uh, when it comes down to, uh, you know, what we're we're really wanting to focus on creating the best pair of boxers that we can right now. I think once we have, you know, I think we're, you know, once we have really established ourselves yeah. as a you know, as a premium boxer brand is going to then allow us to begin branching off into other sort of areas. I'm really wanting to, my next dream is actually start making some, uh, some, some quality jeans that don't rip in the crotch all the time. That's the thing that I'm really wanting to you make. You know, it's next. nice with the oak right. name too, yeah. is that you're not stuck with undies. Yes, or, that's right. You know, I was well, just asking, yeah. Jesse just departed to grab us another beer, but I was just asking if he had plans on branching. Yeah. So. This is just me. And my own chafe issues. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. Gamers. Yeah. Guys who are sitting there for four or five hours. Yeah. They're not moving a lot, but they're moving. They're 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 moving in the right areas that yeah. their balls are rubbing against their leg all yeah. that whole time. Totally. Gaming. Uh, I'm with you on that. Honestly, yeah. I play a lot of games. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge gamer. <laughs> I'm I, love, an avid I love doing that sort of stuff. Call of Duty. The new uh, one's pretty good. Like, <laughs> it's okay. It brings yeah. me back to the old days. You know? like, Is it? Do you get shot in the back all the time? Still, oh, of course. It's. Uh, a, I mean, it's the same, but it's it, it's got the the new modern warfare has the old modern warfare feel. Yes. Oh, cool. See, Cody's a big uh, Rocket League guy. You doing a lot of Rocket League? That's like the only game I play right now. Rocket League is fantastic. I, have, I am awful at Rocket League. Me too. Man, I am so game. bad, and he just every yeah, time I love on that him, game. He wants the to physics play. are so fucking hard. Oh like, yeah, it is mind blowing. The that physics rocket in the right spot. Like I watch uh, RLC, yeah. so like the Rocket League championships. Okay. I watch the the. It's exciting. I just so you heard, are into this then? Oh yeah, okay. I heard. I heard like esports is coming to the Olympics. In oh, the, it should in, be. in the near future. And Rocket League is one of the first mm-hmm. that has been right up there where it's like, this is prob- it when it comes, Rocket League is going to be it. For people who don't know, Rocket League is soccer with cars that have jetpacks on them, rockets yeah, on them. So funny. It's pretty self-explanatory. The, crazy hard to be good at it. When you're watching <laughs> yeah, the professionals play, it's at a different speed. It's way faster, just like any professional sport, I guess. But they're... The ball doesn't roll on the ground. No. Rarely. It's always in the air. It's hit, and it doesn't hit, bounce, bounce, bounce. Somebody else hits it. It's hit. Another car hits it. And it, you're basically waiting. It's a it's a like tennis, soccer match. Juggling. Yeah. You're waiting for somebody to fuck up, and then yeah. this most incredible thing happens. I'm hooked on that game. I've, I've stopped playing everything else. I played Titanfall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Rocket League, and then I just stopped everything. You just else. stuck with Rocket League. Yeah, basically. that's been it. And I still okay. can't get the physics down. I get it. Rocket League is a really fun game. What's it? What, games. I yeah. like that it's also cross-platform yeah. gaming. Yes, that's right. So you can play PS, PS, and uh, yeah, uh, do your computers Steam as well. C, Although, C, what, what do they call it, Jesse? What do you mean? Computer gaming. What do they call it? C. Uh, it's not computer game. No, what the PC. fuck's the acronym for it? PC. PC, PC gaming. Sorry, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I can't remember. <laughs> Personal computer game? Personal computer. Personal computer. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Uh, that's what about gaming and Rocket League. Oh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cross okay. for gaming and Call of Duty. Not so fun because mouse. No, yeah. Because they do. They cross the PC over with the... Really? They cross the PC over with the Xbox, but they also do... I always and thought that would never be fair. You, thankfully, it shows it's not you. Fair. So they have when it goes controller PC, it shows you when they're controller PC, but it also shows when they're mouse PC. Yeah. So you can turn that off, but 
Yeah, it's it's not fair. It's at all. not a fair right? playing field. You can actually use a keyboard and mouse on an Xbox. You can, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's just it's a yeah. That's what I noticed. Everybody who plays Rocket League professionally, it's all PC. Oh yeah, all PC. It's not. I mean, on the those controller. guys they have their gaming rigs, right? I mean, those those things are. So they're playing uh, they're keyboard huge. mouse with Rocket League. Yeah. See, I would think Rocket League, if anything, controller would be. Sometimes you'd see guys playing professionally, like in the Rocket League. You'll you'll see them in the RLC. You'll see them plug in a controller. Yeah. But majority of the time, the guys are playing PC. Oh. And it's mine. I I don't understand how. Diehard. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't know how. Just because I've only played con- controller yeah. gaming, right? Yeah. But it's uh, something about that game. It's just. Uh, our old, hooked? our old, our old host and my ex roommate Shane was like a hundred percent hooked on. He his game was NHL. He played NHL. Yep. That was it. Chelly, Chell, him and Chell. But I just never understood it. I'm like, how the fuck can you play the same game over and over and over and over and over and over and over? It's the same fucking thing, just a different arena, different team. Yeah. And here I am for like the last three years, <laughs> a year and a half solid. I haven't played any other. Like I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah. No. Other video game, yes, than Rocket League for probably over a year. Really, it's quite, it's quite boring. I love the uh, dedication, though. I just and I, I don't know what it is. I'm like, it's I just I can play because they're five minute games. Yeah. So you go in, I can play two games. I've been a stay at home dad for a little while, so like the kids sleeping at six thirty yeah. in the morning, I can go bust out two games. Yeah. Kid wakes up, I can shut the Xbox off before she comes downstairs. Kid's sleeping like, at six yeah. thirty in the morning. I'm sleeping with. Well, I'm sleeping at six. That, that's part of what uh, you know. That's part of what makes those games so appealing, though, right? Like uh, for me, uh, Hearthstone, uh, that game. Oh man, I had probably five years of just hardcore commitment to that game. You get really sucked um, into that game, though. Right? Oh yeah, like, it's, it's like uh, a... the strategy of it. Like I love those sort of games. I think they're they're really really fun. I mean, I played a lot of Dark Souls and those sort of games too for a while, but. Now that I have a kid, though, there's not a, there's no pause button, e- button no. even in that game, right? That's like I and it's not like Rocket League where it's only five minutes, right? Like that's a full that's game. That's still so, hard. You know the, the way that the, my gaming world has changed a little bit since having um, my daughter. I right? need to so, play single yeah. players that I can pause. That's so right. That's <laughs> you should. That's, that's hard. I've been playing Rocket League. My daughter's like, Dad, I need you to wipe. <laughs> I'm like, just five <laughs> minutes. Five minutes. Not, not even like, don't worry, I'm going to score in a second. Just just, just wait. And then I get scored on, so I'm like, oh, fuck, sweet. Got to go. <laughs> That's what you should do com- on this note. You should look for some gamers. Have you thought of like... In the in this in this industry now that mm-hmm. everything is like social media driven, yeah. have you thought of taking your underwear and sponsoring? I have a local gamer athlete. Uh yeah, I have been looking at doing that. I think. Um, that's, do you have any people that would be good that uh, O could sponsor? Because I'm definitely interested in doing something. Like that'd that. be great. I'm yeah. sure we could find. Yeah. We know a few. What do we know? We know Terry Williams. Terry wants underwear. Stan <laughs> Peters. <laughs> uh, he's trying to find the NFL again. This is year. he? Yeah. Terry. Oh. Terry, talk to me, man. Let's talk. Well, uh, that'd be good. Yeah. But no, we'll like that's. We'll connect you on uh, social media. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, it's the so whole great. point. That's one of the main. Our then the reason I ask is I yeah. say that like we know him so well. Our, yeah, <laughs> we're buddies. We hang out all the time. <laughs> Basically, we're gonna randomly shout out and hopefully he gets back to us. <laughs> I'm just thinking the most professional athlete that I I've known through. We well, we had fucking Justin the, Cripps, Justin Cam Stone, gold medalists. Yeah, wow, Mr. holy cow. Yeah, we've had Olympic athletes come through. We're oh kind of goodness. a big deal. That's amazing. <laughs> you guys are a big deal. Uh, Cody's a few beer in. <laughs> <laughs> my head's big right now. No. No, but yeah, no, the reason I ask is is because our main source of finding people to for to be yeah. on the show is social media. Yeah. And definitely. 
I would just seeing starting a new company, the best in, in my mind, this day and age to get oh, your yeah. name out there is you, you gotta be prevalent influencers and finding, you know, finding people who can like really go, Hey, I, I, you know, I believe in this brand and I've tried them out and I love them. Like that is what changes people. And I mean, the truth is for underwear, even like that is something that is like for most people I find. They have a bear, a pair that they like, and that is all that they it's wear. Dude, oh, yeah. I've worn Joe Boxer yeah. my entire life. Yeah, that's right. I'm hoping I'm going to switch over to Oak. I think you this. will. I, but, I do uh, too. Yeah. What's it? What's it like finding models now? Because you yeah. have said, wait, 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 before you cut on that, because I did want to touch on that. Which is it? The Jack dudes that sell more, or like the? Well, here's uh, here here's why I asked yeah. because you yes. you said you messed up in your ordering, yeah. Because you're six foot four, big yeah. guy. The yes. whole reason, yeah, was for thick thighs, yeah. Going into this, when mm-hmm. you want an underwear model, yeah, are you looking for something that you're like to solve my problem? Am I showing what this, or are you going with? The, you got a few internet. nice looking dudes you got a bit of on both. the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you, yeah, are you finding like the local guys and being or people? You know, when it comes to, um, I've been fortunate. I, I've been working with a really amazing photographer. His name is Braden Ma. Uh, he's a Calgarian guy. He's just done like pretty much every picture that you see on there. Uh, he took. That's all him. Uh, yeah. There's another guy too uh, named Jess. Uh, he's just moved to BC, and uh, I wish I still had him too because he just did some really, really amazing shots as well. Uh, Bring the blankets is his company name. Um, but uh, you know, I've kind of entrusted it to them. I've said, here's kind of like here's the boxers. Here's kind of the vision that I have for these, and like um, you know, uh, use your own creativity to try and make this happen. And so far, I've had a lot of really sexy dudes on my, uh, on, on, like, Not gonna wearing lie, the boxers. There's a lot, yeah. A lot, a lot more jack than I There's, am. Yeah, <laughs> substantially more jack than me, too. Uh, yeah, so I've had, you know, a few, a few more, like, jack dudes on there. You know, when we originally started Oak, the slogan I kind of had in my mind the whole time was this idea of saying, like, all men can move. That was kind of like this idea that I had. Um, and I want, I really am hoping that, like, as we continue to evolve, um, you know, the brand and continue to grow on social media and grow in these ways, we can start, um, showing off all different men, right? Men of different, you different, get, yeah, you need a dad types, bod, right? uh, yeah, campaign 100%. Going on there. I'm like, 100%. Have the dad bod, yeah. have like, have the, have the business jacket. I swear, if you two the... decide to like, uh, wear the boxers, like shirtless, Whoa. I will get you on Instagram on my, I'll page. do dressed undressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get some uh, Photoshop, I'll do, but I'll, I'll get in there. Sure. I'll, I'll get it I'll, happen, gentlemen. Yes. I'll, I'll stand there, clothes on, and then <laughs> clothes off, just boxing. Don't even need the clothes on. That's just so just good. do the boxing. Everyone knows behind a fine dress man is a good supportive <laughs> pair of underwear. Right? Everything. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I've, I've made many a dick pic joke around here, but I'll send you a few. Time, you know, to, I'll send you a few. time, time to pay the piper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. That is issued, ab- man. That oh. is absolutely <laughs> That'd be great. A fucking calendar. An oak calendar. An oak calendar. Yeah, let's make it happen. All right. Oh. If your listeners want to send me some stuff, I'll put it up there, too. That, that would be good. fun. That'd be fun. Great. That would be. Well, yeah. Like, obviously, you want people sending you or tagging oh, you on social media 100 percent. obviously that'd be yeah. really cool yeah and you're on instagram is oke yeah oke dot apparel um is our instagram uh name and on facebook we're just oak apparel and i think i'm on twitter too yeah. I, we almost never use twitter but yeah, um see, it's such a dumpster fire i think these days. i think yeah. twitter's 
I'm, I've never been on Twitter, and my feel literally yeah. never been on Twitter. Jesse yeah. shit on me for years about this. We got, we even I feel like it's dying. Have social media. <laughs> I even feel like Twitter's, Twitter's not. Dying. No, Twitter's not dying. Facebook's dying. Twitter's not Facebook's dying. Twitter, dead. It's for old people. Twitter is just a dumpster fire of political crap. Yeah, it's it's turned into such a negative, gross thing that it's like I don't even want to go on there yeah. anymore. Like it's it's, it's it, definitely there. Like it has its own purpose. Twitter. I think it's not necessarily there for. Uh, at least uh, growing businesses right no, now. Like it's no. it's a it's a place to state your opinions and thoughts on things. And I'm just trying to you know talk about underwear, and that's just not really a good place for uh, for for um, for businesses. It seems right now. Well, it's just people Instagram's just go out one, of right? their like, way to be assholes to be. on yeah. Twitter for no reason. Oh yeah. Have you found if uh, being on social media and stuff with underwear, yeah. have you found any hashtags or anything that it's like you get banned or get uh, someone? tags a fucking photo or have you ever run across that man I being haven't. i've never talked to anyone who runs an underwear company so yeah i have not encountered that yet because i'm using the wrong hashtags well, i don't know maybe even on our <laughs> you own gotta be using support the goods that's right, right. i'm using hashtag support the goods yeah. that's right even on our own social media we have come across where you use a hashtag that was like whatever it was yeah ends up getting, getting banned for some and it's like the weirdest shit it's like hashtag box really and for some reason, there was because a lot of sick fucks choose a word and then they'll tag it, and then mm-hmm. all the other sick fucks it's know it. So then related they go to that. Pizzagate, yeah, shit, like, <laughs> just really, really fucked up shit. I I know Instagram really? doesn't push that kind of stuff, but yeah. Like it leads to these weird holes. So then, and then that's why you get just these random words being um, banned. Yeah. So if you haven't noticed, what we do is you got to check them all, put it in, and if yeah. it comes up with anything, you're good. Yeah. But if it just kind of comes up blank, then it's you're either the first to come up with it, yeah, or it's probably banned. we had Instagram posts in the past where if you tagged it certain something and posted it, none of the tags that you put on there would yeah. show up. Oh, yeah. It if would you just be a, a regular yeah. posted one and it was a band tag, it would nothing if, would show up. If you up. post a, a band tag, uh, your, your post shows up, but none of your what you've written underneath. Really? Nothing. It's just blank. I did not so know that. So nobody sees it except someone who's going on your page. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you kind of just... Something to be cautious. That's good about, to know. It's a whole different world for me. I mean, I'm not even doing all the social media stuff. I've got uh, a great girl named uh, Rebecca Friedrich. She does. Uh, she's got a, a company called Creative Nobility, and she helps you know small businesses with growing their you know Instagram accounts. And it's, uh, it's nice. It's a world that like I, I would am, like to have somebody. Oh my goodness! It's, uh, it's tell me about it. It's a terrifying place. Like doing it that is. sort of stuff. So she's got all these great hashtags for me. Hash YYC lifestyle, like all these sort of different things that like especially you know, the Calgary ones connect really well. Yeah, and it's with timing too. We found like if you post if you post something cool at noon, yeah, it doesn't get as much likes as if you post something just outrageous at noon. We've memes, had a, memes, we've play, had a, memes play for photo- like nice photography seems yeah. not to play. We've had really. we've had a range from 250 likes to 10 likes. Really? Just with Literally. all posted just with like and wild same times, same, really? same everything just just switching up the content. Yeah. Um so it's very uh it's very social media is very driven. Oh, man. Like it's driven There's by so much certain factors it. and yeah. yeah. there is so much to it. It's something that um I wish I understood more. Uh, but that's why you know this. This Rebecca is so. Well, you're lucky nice you have. Yeah, you're, oh, lucky, you're lucky. You don't have to. Jump Thank you, into Rebecca. That shit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like life becomes so much easier um, with that sort of stuff because there's so much to it. Like it really is an art form. Uh, being Hands good down. at social media, like that, is something that uh, takes a lot of skill and know how to do. And describe the thought it. process of starting your own business like this because it's not like you said this is your very first business. Yeah, 
And this has something. This has the potential to be sax. This has the potential to be Lulu, so. Lululemon yeah. of Canada. Like yeah. this has that series potential. Yeah. Thank you. What is the the thought process behind starting your own business? Because that's fucking terrifying, <laughs> especially if you've never done it before. Yeah. It's like you right? have the motivation of oh, I don't want chapped thighs anymore, but yeah. it's like. But how does that turn into starting your own business where it's like I'm going to patent name. Yeah. All of these different steps that lead up to, to did to you this. hate your day job? <laughs> <laughs> no, my day job is I, I'm still doing a day job and stuff like what while I've started this because you know it's just like a brand new brand yeah you new can't business, just right like nothing is overnight yeah like, you can't you can't do that sort of thing I'd love it if I could turn Oak into my you know full time career and I think that that's definitely uh, uh, something I'm actively well, striving you're on towards your way. and I think you're one more way to, on to making way. that happen but. Um, you know, I've always wanted to try and create something of my own, basically, create something that was mine. Um, and once again, I've been so fortunate to have, you know, an amazing wife who is, you know, uh, supporting, you know, saying, like, if you want to do this, like, go for it. That's a, that's a pretty special thing, it's right? It's huge. Because uh, it's not just massive. <laughs> it's not just like time that's being invested into this business, but it's a lot of savings. Uh, a lot of money goes into your, creating something your from scratch. Your family's involved, whether right? Whether they yeah. wanted to, well, obviously they wanted to be. But yeah, like, it's a family case, thing. Like, oh, a hundred percent, right? Definitely. Um, but you know, when it comes down to that, to that thought process, I mean, I had other ideas for businesses that I, you know, would try to do, and they, you know, I'd get to some point and I go, ah, oh, just you know, it's not going to work out. Um, and I read this book uh, called "The Millionaire Fastlane," is what it's called. Uh, I forget the author's name, but uh, the author's I'll actually you want to look it up? Yeah, amazing. I'll look it up. Uh, Jamie, yeah, Millionaire Fastlane. Um, and he's got a little thing called Next, N-E-X-T. If you can look that up too and find out what that is for me, because I kind of forget what it is. Uh, but the author himself is kind of a dick. Like, I think the guy is, is a bit of an asshole, but, um, the way that he... Fastlane Millionaires? No, Millionaire Fastlane. It's millionaire like by fastlane. JD something or the other, I think. It's called Millionaire okay. Fastlane. Oh, the Millionaire um, Fastlane. MJ DeMarco. There it is. MJ DeMarco. Guy's, guy's a dick. But um, <laughs> he... Have you heard him speak? Seen him video? No, I haven't. I'm just okay. going just based off of the book that he, that okay. he wrote. Because uh, I think like the things he says in there are really good. I still think the guy, like the way he talks about you know creating businesses is not always the way that I... Uh, you know. It just doesn't feel like he kind of wants to do it, and it feels like kind of an icky way to me. But um, what he talked about, icky, like gross, icky, gross. Like, like, okay. Yeah, just kind of like I don't know, just didn't feel right. To like me. car salesman. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd okay. say so. He started limo.com. That's the website he started, and uh, he made millions doing that sort of thing. And so next, um, you want to be? Little- yeah, next. It's called it's next. Um, I, I'll give you the basis of what it is, but what he talks about, like when he when he talked about how, like what kind of business do you want to create for yourself, mm-hmm. and he kind of gave this sort of like analogy of like what to look for and is the first thing you want to look for is um is there a, a need that's the first one that's for uh, n right there yeah uh, <laughs> is, is there a need for this right like um you know when i was you know with dan i had this thought about these boxers and i went you know what i think i think there is probably like um uh, you know uh you know there's lots of underwear companies that are out there but you know is there one that's doing what i'm wanting to do and i couldn't find one that did that so i went okay yeah okay there's a there's a need here for that um and then the next one is uh, how easy is it? And the, the E is not for easy. It's for something else, I think. But it's like, how, um, how easy is it to get into this sort of industry? And this to me was the really like, uh, game changing thing that made me think about this was he kind of said, if there's an industry that, that has no cost of entry to get into, uh, 
is not that you cannot be successful in it, but the only way to be successful is to be truly exceptional at it, right? Yes. You look at people doing their, you know, um, uh, multi-level marketing stuff, oh, right? God. Which, I mean, I, if Facebook. people that get into that, I go, I feel so t- bad for these people because they're putting all this time and money into creating their own business. They're going, I'm being my own entrepreneur. I'm doing all this sort of stuff. Um, and unfortunately, I think that, you know, the only way you can make money, and you can make money on that sort of thing, but the only way to do it is by being exceptional at it. Um, and so that means only the 1% of the world can get into that, right? So yeah. basically what that means is if something is, takes a bit of effort and work to get into. Um, there's fewer people in that game, right? And you can actually go and and you know try to actually make an impact and do something with that. And, Podcasting you know, is the perfect example of there being so much. Yeah, it's fr- it, it's technically free to get into. Yes, it's as long as you have a way to get yeah. your audio to your computer, it's free, yeah, right? Exactly. And it's so fucking saturated. And it's so hard to be a Cody and Jesse here, being <laughs> oh, the God. exceptional podcasters yeah. that you are. I mean, we, we are the YYC level, podcast, right? but <laughs> <laughs> we, you know what? That being said, just like you, we put time and effort into making sure that our quality of sound and guests, we. Like to we think, had a little oh, freak the out setup moment you guys had was fantastic. Oh in here. fuck, we had a serious freak out before oh, really? we shot up. My three year old daughter touched buttons. Oh no! So on the mixer, she's just going. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse turned everything on, and yeah. I've, I'm surprised my headphones still work All because they screamed just... so fucking loud they weren't on my head. And Jesse's like, "What the fuck was that?" And I'm like, "Does my headphones?" <laughs> like, I'm not a sound engineer. Yeah, I've just been learning to do this it because good, we want man. it to be a podcast. Yeah, so. All my knowledge just comes from what I've looked up. So it's like anytime something goes wrong, I need like three days to fix it because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I can't watch a 14-minute YouTube video in three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't do this shit. It takes oh, me a little so bit to funny. get out there. But yeah, it's uh, – No, but we, we've taken pride in, in making 100%. sure that our, our sound – Jesse's a stickler for sound quality. We don't do call-ins just for that reason. It makes all the difference, though, when you can have a quality-sounding podcast. Like, you hear that difference so quickly, and that level of professionalism makes a big difference, well, right? it's like in, music, uh, too, so right? 100%. Like, you, can, you can listen to a song, and you can... It can sound like it's recorded on an Xbox mic. Or, <laughs> or it sounds like you were... Like, and you don't need a great setup to sound good. No. You just need... And, you just need a setup, and yeah. you got to kind of know your surroundings. Like this basement's perfect. It, there's not a lot of echoes in here. Yeah, we fix that though. Like, That's true. Like a un- lot of the un- fabric under and- that, there's tin. Like there's oh, yeah. fab. There's fabric yep. around on purpose. Like, yeah. it, and you know what? It just goes from knowing your product, knowing, knowing what you're going for. Yeah, and it it shows, man. I'm really excited for this product because yeah. you, oh, your you. uh, oak is oak is on its way. Oh, um, nice. I'm, I think so. That means I'm, a lot to me because. I come back to your packaging. Yeah. It, this is the first thing anybody sees. Yes. So if you order a That's pair right. of underwear off the internet, yeah. it's going to show up in a box and then yeah. you're going to pull out this box. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to look at it. And it looks so crisp and so like, Thank you. yes, this is, this was, the like, way this box feels like it's it worth makes the money. It's premium, makes, right? Yeah. yeah. It makes me want to talk instantly. It's simple. It's yeah. crisp. It's clean. But the way you spell oak, O-K-E. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna purposely get people go. It's it's okay, okay? yeah. Is it okay or is it just the three letters? Okay, yeah, right. But it's gonna start a conversation. Yeah, and then when they go, it's oak. Fuck. Yeah, 
Makes sense. So yeah. good. <laughs> and then it's, you're like, just just touch my underwear for it's, three <laughs> seconds. Just touch. I tried just doing touch that before. It doesn't work as well yeah, as you yeah, think yeah. it would. Come put your, really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> put your hands in my pants. Feel this. <laughs> just, touch, just feel the cradle. That's right. <laughs> Tyler, we're at the park. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Can't be doing that, man. Can't be doing that. <laughs> well, that's a big thing. I mean, we talked about Disneyland and the importance of like every little detail mattering. Yeah. And I think like you know, with this brand and this company, I really want Oak to be like, you know, that Disneyland of boxers, the right? Disney like, standard. You know, like where everything has a purpose and it's not there to like, you know, maybe blind you, but like there, every little aspect of it is, uh, you know, made to the highest quality and that like you really get that, you know, premium sensation. Cause I've realized now, like there's so much product out there. Um, you're, you're buying a product, but you're also buying an experience, right? And even, yep. you know, when you, when you, you know, open that, you know, box off that gets shipped to you or you open it up, like you want every aspect of that to be something special. That's what sets you apart from, from other people that are out there, right? And we really want to create just a great experience from the very beginning to, you know, the very end of your, you know, connection. With well, us, what right? I, what I like about that too is that you go beyond the box. Yeah. You have a product yeah. that fits in this box yes. or that, that goes well with this box. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll have a box, but they want yeah. a product to go with it. <laughs> yeah, so, it's true. You know what it's I mean? True. Like uh, yeah. uh, Beats Headphones. <laughs> Just to throw it out there. It's a name. It really it's is. No, name. it's a name. You, you can you find better headphones. You buy it for the unboxing experience. Yeah. It's a wicked unboxing experience. Yep. But you put them on. They're no better than anybody else's box or mm-hmm. headphones. I definitely, I definitely stuck think on the boxer kick. <laughs> I definitely think that's our generation because our dads they didn't give a fuck what it came. Hanes came in a plastic Ziploc bag with six yeah. pairs in it. Yep, they were blue, gray, and white. <laughs> yep, that that's what you fucking got. Yeah. And nowadays, I think with our generation and and the way that just media and visuals have gone, you do kind of have to make it an experience. But yeah. the experience is what speaks volumes, and that's what people keep coming back for. Totally. You don't. You talk about eh, every Christmas, mom buys me fucking underwear and socks. But when your girlfriend buys you a great pair of underwear, yeah, you're gonna tell your buddies about that. Oh, totally. You're gonna be like, "Yo, see this pair of underwear?" Like, yeah. You'll show your buddies and be like, "Look, yeah. my wife bought this," and he's gonna go. Yeah. Tyler got oak underwear. <laughs> like, I want it. Hello. Yeah. Come it, on, hon. Right? It's great. Yeah. I love that. So we are super. Can Can you tell people where, just one more time before we yeah. wrap everything up or yeah. anything, where can we find everything and anything we need to know oak? Oh, man. Okay. So here it goes. So you can um, go to our website, oakapparel.com, O-K-E-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Dot com. That's the website you can go to. Uh, if you want to order anything, you can find us on Instagram at oak.apparel. We're on Facebook as well. Um, we ship like, everywhere? We ship everywhere. Yeah, anywhere. And uh, I mean, for sure, in North America, if you want to buy it and you're in Europe, I'll still send you a pair. Shoot me an email. I'll, I'll figure out a way to get those to you. We're, uh, we're, um, we're big in Japan. Yeah, are you pretty big in Japan? <laughs> I That's good. So. That's our good to know. You, you better, Japan. You be, it's weird. You better yeah, brush weird. up on those Konnichiwa. smalls. Konnichiwa. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, get those smalls uh, in. I'm going to get the smalls in for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, is it okay if I give like a little promo code for, yes. for your listeners? Of Is course. that cool? Of okay. Course. Cause you guys, uh, ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-S, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Do it. So yeah, if you guys do want to order on the website and we, you put in the promo code ruckus, uh, I'll give you a 20% discount off of the boxers. Hell so, yes. yeah, does that work? Hell that yeah. Okay? 100%. We'll throw okay. that in on another podcast as well. Oh, please. For, yeah. For Thank sure. You so we'll much. do that. Oh, I Speaking that. on promo codes. Yeah. Sir Tyler, you have a nice face. Thank with you. some wonderful hair on it. I do. Yeah. We also have another Ruckus promo code. This 
Some people do pre-rolls. Some people record their ads. Mm -hmm. Jesse is a one-take master. I love it. Jesse, why does your beard look so fucking good? (laughs) BigDobsBeardBomb.com. Use that promo promo code Ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-S, for a 20% discount. And as you heard Tyler just say, you're going to have another. All you got to remember is R-U-C-K-U-S for anybody we're hanging out with. Double discount. I love it. BigDobsBeardBomb.com. Promo code Ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-S, for all the best beard bomb. Beard oil, soaps, combs, hoodies, hats, you you name it, he's got it. BigDobsBeardBomb.com. Amazing. You're leaving with some, too, so don't oh, yeah. Hell yes. yes. But like Good we said, ladies and gentlemen, go check out all your shit. Go get some underwear at Oak. Here's... OakApparel.com. Check them out. R-U-C-K-U-S for a 20% discount at checkout. Fuck yes on the fly. That was beautiful. Thank you, Jesse. Here's... You've listened to a podcast or two. I don't know if you made it all the way through to the end. Most people don't. It's fine. Here's my favorite part of the show. Okay. Uh, we are going to dive a little bit further into you. Maybe we missed some questions. Maybe I'm we ready. didn't ask some that uh, okay. that were here. The deep we, dive. Yeah. We stole these. Let's, uh, let's dance. Ten okay. more questions. Okay. I'm ready. What is your favorite word? <laughs> my, my favorite word? Yes. Uh, geez. Uh, my favorite word is Cambria. That's my daughter's name. And... Um, I love her very much. That's beautiful. Cambria. Yeah. Cambria. Now, is there a reason? Is it? Is there a? Is there a meaning behind the name? Yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, there's meaning behind the name. The word itself, Cambria. It's a place in Wales, out in the you know UK. It's also a period in time. There was the Cambrian explosion. That's like when evolution apparently like kind of took off at that cool. point. Cool, so, dude. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. We actually wanted. We named her after. Uh, we wanted to name her after my dad. My dad's name is Cam. Uh, Cameron, but my brother was a real jerk and he had a boy before I did and he named his son Cameron. Oh. So I'm like, come on, Tyson, get with the program. That was my name. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyhow, yeah, that's the way it goes. So Cambria is what it was. I think I actually like Cambria even a little bit more. I like that. a really pretty name. Did Very, you? Right? So, uh, you said you have another one on the way. Yeah. You, want, you can talk about that. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what you're having? It's going to be another girl. Another girl. Yeah. Okay. I'm surrounded by estrogen. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's so much easier coming up with girls' names than it is oh, boys' man. names. Yeah. I, we, my kid's two months away, and we yeah. still haven't locked down a name. We, are you having a boy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was always – I mean, Dane and I, we really wanted to have a girl for our first kid, and we got one, so it was great. And I was always saying, like, if it's a boy, I'm going to name him Disappointment because that's literally <laughs> the only thing I can think of. Like, I just we wanted went, a girl so bad. When me and my wife <laughs> went into the, into the delivery room, we didn't know what we were having. Was really? A, yeah, it was a surprise. We left okay. it a surprise. So we went into the delivery room with one girl's name because mm-hmm. my wife knew what she wanted to name her daughter from when she was like nine. <coughs> no boy's name. None. No. I tried everything under the sun and all I Nothing could think of. Nothing rings when you say it. All no. I could think of was when you're 30 years old and you go to a job interview. Yeah. And you go, hi, my name is, and you say whatever the fuck you were thinking yeah. about. You can all do so much I can, more with girls' names. It's, it's just, you know, even Cambria, you can call her Cam, you can call her Cammy, you can call her Bria, you Bria, can call her Bri. It's so like, open, There's, yeah. like, a ton of options. You think as a male, it name. brings more true because you're naming your son? No, I just think guys know so many shitty dudes that it's really yeah. hard to pick names. <laughs> you're like, in a tough spot, too, because your your wife's a teacher. Oh, my God. You say anything, <laughs> and it's like, no, I had a shitty... Fuck yeah. Brayden. I knew Brayden. He was a dick. And <laughs> My sister's a teacher, too, and she is, she's, she doesn't have any kids yet. How about but Justin? Oh, she will not have any names for them. Pick pick, pick Justin, Jesse. We went <laughs> to school with a shitty Justin. <laughs> that's that's the problem. There's no, there's no good there's no good boy's name. And then, like, so what do you do? Do you name him after yourself? Well, now my daughter's going to be 
super upset that our kid is named after me, but she's just yeah. named a bunch of random names, you yeah. know? But yeah. we gave her all the good names. So yeah. it's like, it. it's a weird thing. And I don't know, it might be like a masculinity thing. It may come down to like, you will never love that name as much as you love your daughter's name because deep down you know he's going to be replacing you in the hierarchy at one point. Yeah. He's carrying on your he's carrying on your last and name. And I don't believe that mean yeah. in any mean like I don't believe what I just said true but like I think there might be a deep rooted stigma down there. Oh, there's something to that. Something. Yeah. My uh my grandfather, my my grandpa on my dad's side like um uh man, I hope he does not listen to this podcast. Uh he uh he will hang out with me all the time. Uh, like he calls me up. It's like, let me get you some, let's get for lunch. Let's go hang out. So I'm the oldest and I have the McCombs last name, McCombs name. And he wants to like invest in me because of that reason. My brother and sister, they never get lunch with grandpa. Uh, that <laughs> never happens. But does he know uh, that you technically won't be carrying, like you, you won't be carrying on the name though? Well, with I two, mean like it's daughters? still kind of going like, you know, he thinks there's hope still like, I kind of want a boy, boy still. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, I'm down with, like, you know, yeah, to me, having a boy at some point in time if I can, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird to be like, two's the max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I'm going to try. I think we're, I think Dana and I, we're going to try for a third at some point in time. If it's another girl, I, I'm just going to give up. But uh, Not going to be one of those families you know, has nine girls and then <laughs> just, one boy, just, and then it's like. Just keep I mean, going yeah, until the boy comes? Is that- <laughs> Jess, it's funny. I knew that family. Really? I, da- I dated a girl who was half Japanese, and. Yeah. Obviously, in that in the Japanese culture, you yeah. do want to pass on the male That's last right. name. Yeah, he had eight daughters. Yeah, and the ninth one was a boy. He's like, I am. I'm literally not stopping until <laughs> I get a boy. Yeah, I don't know if I care that ninth much. one. I'm like, I kind of go. You know what? A bit of me is still going into this world. Of course, right? exactly. Like, of course, you know, it is. And there's nothing uh, to say she can't take your last name. Yeah. Um, no, he could have a. Although, would you want your daughter marrying a guy who hyphenates yeah, his last name? I do. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I want a beta male. I don't need another. <laughs> I don't need another alpha in the fucking family, okay? Like, I'm the, I'm the top of the dude, hierarchy, hey? right? <laughs> I want a guy that when I show him my gun collection, he's like, oh, fuck, he's got guns. <laughs> Kelly, I don't oh, feel I comfortable around your dad because he's good. And then I'll be like, good. <laughs> now so we've funny. established the hierarchy. Like, I'm the boss <laughs> yeah. here, right? I love that shit. Even though so I am so funny. far from that person. <laughs> I am so far from that person. Like, I am not. I am not. That alpha You're male not. fucking oh, asshole. That's so funny. I didn't mean that like so. No, you just hurt my feelings. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, All right, we're doing so, something here. Yeah, yeah. yeah question okay. number two. Yeah. Uh, we your, digress. What's your least favorite word? Um, I love hearing this from entrepreneurs. My least favorite word? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking something like um, clammy. I just think that that's a gross uh, word. That's a word I just don't like. That's don't almost worse that. than moist. Uh, yeah, yeah, moist is pretty bad too. But yeah, clammy. Yeah, I think those sort of words are just like they're just unpleasant. I guess it doesn't have to do with you know entrepreneurism. But do you think yeah, it's really. like the feeling it makes you go to? Like some people don't like moist. I'm not. I I could take or leave moist. It's not that gross to me. Yeah, clammy depends on how you worse, use it. Though. Moist yeah. is the we discussed this once. The only time moist for me works is if you're talking about a cake, moist cake, and even then yeah. it's like. Kind of weird. Like, why are you oh, saying it's yeah. moist? Why don't you right? just say it's fresh? Yeah, why don't you feel like it's good cake? <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. But it's weirder. There's no need for moist. No. No. Yeah. no. Anyways, let's move on because that quickly got gross. <laughs> um, what turns you on creatively, <laughs> spiritually, or emotionally? Got to watch that pause between that. <laughs> There's commas yeah. in this sentence. <laughs> what turns me on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Um, 
Is that actually the question? Yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's the question. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? So, like, what's your what's your on switch? Uh, boy. I mean, I would say good music is definitely that that thing that kind of, like, gets me going. If I can, like, uh, I'm one of those suckers where, like, if I feel too much, I just start crying and crying and crying. Adele. And like, Adele for you? Is that what it is? When my daughter was born. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't get over it. It okay. was weird. So the song, uh, Hey Rosetta, um, Welcome. That song. I don't know if you heard that song yeah. before. Yeah. I cry almost every single time that I hear that song. Did it happen after your daughter was born? It was definitely after my daughter it, was born. Uh, there's yeah. a weird emotional switch. that It happened with me. It kind of sounds yeah. like it happened with you. You just gravitate to something that yeah, turns your emotions around. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel those sort of things. I'll tell you also, uh, when Up was in theaters, that movie Up, I watched that with my grandpa. Uh, just oh. the two of us were there. Oh. And like, like it's happening. And I'm just like, I'm sobbing beside him. And I turn over. He's stone cold. He's like, <laughs> you know, like this is a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> you know? It's like, like I, I feel. I love you, grandpa. Yeah, it's so funny. But After uh, my daughter was born, Golden Buzzers at America's Got Talent got me. Really? I don't know. Just what because it, they're just like you're I don't, going to I don't, the finals. That I don't, I don't like, watch TV. Oh, yes. Like I don't watch the yeah. TV show. Yeah. So when I see a golden buzzer moment, it's on YouTube, like Yeah, someone, yeah. someone right? did well. And yeah, it's yeah. always like, Oh my god, he reached his fucking dreams. This is all he ever wanted. Yeah. And he's gonna go to a live show in Vegas. Yeah. It's it's like, powerful stuff though. I don't know what it is, but like Kaiso will come downstairs or something, and I'm like, I'm on the phone, I'm watching this, and so I'm crying. She's like, yeah. What is everything okay? I'm like <laughs> He made it to Vegas. Like, <laughs> what? I'm like, this juggler. This juggler made it to Vegas. I'm like, it's so amazing. You oh, gotta know his it. backstory, okay? He came from nothing. Yeah. That stuff gets me. I, I'm with you, though. That's guys. what happens when you smoke you. a big joint. I find, <laughs> I find after, I, after I had my daughter, if I smoke a joint and something emotional happens, like yeah. just it comes you out feel of it, me. Hey? I'm like, what the fuck happened? Wow. It's, yeah, it's fun. Something about having girls. It's it's just yeah. something about having a kid, I think. Oh, yeah. Having a kid. It's tr- it, like, this is the thing with having a kid, too. And I, people will tell me, like, yeah, when you have your kid, like, you're going to, like, you'll feel this level of love you've never felt before. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm sure mm, I will whatever. feel that level of love. And they are right. I will, murder, I will murder someone for my the daughter. The level if of I have love to. that I feel towards Cambry, and I'm sure, you know, my next little kid, like, it is something that's on a whole different level, right? It's, and it's unexplainable. Man, if you don't powerful. have a kid, it's yeah. unexplainable. Yeah, it's powerful. And when I didn't have kids, and when you would always see, like, a quote unquote annoying kid, yeah. it's not that they're annoying, it's just they're a kid. Yeah. And that's what kids do. Totally. That's what a three year old Yeah, perspective that's what a totally changed acts. after having my own kid, right? Yeah. You big. see a kid I acting out at now. the theater or something and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? And then it's like you have your own kid who's acting out at the theater and you're like, Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know? Like, when I see the other kid act out, I start laughing. Parents are embarrassed and I'm like, God, You too? My, <laughs> you too. I've been there. Dude, I've, my, I've been my that neighbor, guy. My neighbor must have been having a party or something, and I hear just this kid screaming outside. It's her mom's dragging her by the arm. I hate Jimbo. It must have been a birthday party or something, yeah, winding sure. down. Yep. And she's just screaming at the I hate you, and she's dragging her out of this party. I'm like, been there. <laughs> like, like, at first, like, my first is like, shut your fuck. And then I was like, ah, been there. Yeah. I, and then it, it just was instantly, I feel bad for you because, like, you had to take your kid, screaming kid, out of yeah. this party. Who clearly earlier than everyone your, else? Your anxiety kicks yeah, in. Yeah, and like, then oh, I'm like, God, oh, I just want to go out there and be like, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> like, I've been there. You know, no oh, one's judging it. you. Yeah. No yeah. one's Nobody's judging you. Judging <laughs> you. <laughs> You're not a bad mother. Like, 
or father, <laughs> depending on the situation. Being a staying being a stay at home dad lately has been eye opening in the same yeah. in the same regard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially with this ridiculous mustache I have recently. Parents look at you. And they're like, where is your child? <laughs> Who are you here with? You have a kid That's here, right? right? Yeah, you're <laughs> not here by yourself, are you? That could be the cutoff jean yeah. jacket. and uh... There might be yeah. that, too. Um, <laughs> on on the flip side of uh, your turn on, yeah. what is your turn off? What's your, what's your like... Oh, off? bagpipes. Uh, I think um, there's nothing worse than the sound of bagpipes. And my last name is McCombs. And I have Scottish heritage and stuff like that. Uh, I hate bagpipes more than anything. If I hear those, I I want to tear my eyes out. Which is art- weird because I hear bagpipes more than I see them. As soon as but, you uh, said it, all I heard was that. Yeah. Just like that when they're getting it going, you know, that. like I'm your arch nemesis. No. I love the pipes. I listen to them on the regular. Like weekly. I feel like you're doing that just to be cool or like unique or something. I'd be like, yeah, I'm the guy who likes bagpipes. No, I'm for some reason being a Canadian, I am love Scottish and Irish folk music and mm-hmm. traditional Irish and Scottish okay. music. For some I don't know what it I is. I respect it. I hate it, but it's I respect the, it. It's one of the only reasons I go to the Calgary uh Stampede Parade. Is to, to see, see the, the is to see the fucking pipe bands. <laughs> It's the only reason I go, fuck your horses, oh, I want to see I the pipe it. bands. That's but amazing. Yeah, I'm your arch nemesis. We could, <laughs> if, we were, if we were like comic book nemesis, yeah. nemeses, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be like. You'd be the bagpiper. I'd wear a kilt and I'd be the bagpiper, yeah. <laughs> That'd be me. Um, here's Ruckus Session's favorite fucking question. Yeah. What is your favorite curse word? What is my favorite curse word? Oh man, I don't I don't curse terribly often, to be honest with you. Oh, you've no, you've done wonderful uh, this show. Heard much? Yeah, it was pretty good, right? You've been yeah. great. Hi, mom. <laughs> That's right. You can hear me now. It's still, good. still put the explicit, sorry about Cody uh, and Jesse so hey. much. Yeah. yeah, they're talking about hookers and everything. This is a bit awkward. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Maybe she um, shouldn't listen to this one. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, probably, probably, probably shit. Uh, I just like that word because I always think of that episode of The Wire where, um, oh, but they, they actually say fuck though in that one, don't they? But, um. Do they? I don't know. I think of that, uh, there's that one guy in, uh, in, in The Wire is like, shit, Clarence. Oh, and uh, I think that is one of the funniest things, uh. That's not Ice T, is um, it? No, no, no. no he's from the, uh, he's from, uh. Law and Order. Yeah. 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 You know, I there's going to be a whole generation of kids that know Ice T is the guy from Law and Order, not the fucking. That rapper. is a little bit crazy. You know what's really kind of crazy? Yeah. So I just like on my phone, I've I've got a bunch of just random music. Yeah. When Cop Killer comes up by Ice T, mm-hmm. that's such a harsh. Like, oh yeah, it like, didn't age well, did like it? He he was mad. He's he was mad. really mad. This music was I, definitely not coming from I'm a place like, of joy. I'm like, I hope I don't get yeah. pulled over right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> from Cop Killer to being on Law and Order. Yeah, well, you had to make it up, like right. Like you can't just advocate wild for killing police officers. I once saw like, I once saw an MTV video host not know that Ludacris or uh, Exhibit did music. Oh, they so, just thought he was from Pimp My Ride. Yep. Thought he was only from Pimp My Ride. Really? Yeah. Born what ninety nine? Yeah, I was like, actually, what? How, how old are you, Tyler? I'm thirty. Okay, thirty. It's thirty old now. All right. Yep, eighty nine. Yeah. I'm way older. Yeah, well, way old. Jump a fucking hitting, bridge. Hitting thirty this year was a was a like 
weird milestone for me though where i definitely did some midlife crisis reflection on my life ah, you have a job i'm a stay-at-home dad I, and i'm older than that <laughs> fuck you I'm talking like, about midlife crisis get the fuck out of here I, I know start your own business terrible. and you it's, you get your own business on the side and have a job like you're gonna rub it in my face <laughs> It was hard, man. Yeah, I did a lot of reflection, a lot of self-reflection. Well, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, your <laughs> self-reflection created an incredible product. Well, so, thank like, you. <laughs> it's it's appreciated. Um, moving on from curse words, yep. what sound or noise do you love? I feel it's so it's so sappy to be like I love my daughter's laugh. I think like is that is that a good no, answer? Is that like a when your kid answer? is laughing? Life I dare is good. you. To, I dare you not to smile. I love that. If if you hear your kid laughing and you don't smile, yeah. you need to go get your head checked. My wife sent me a video of of Cambria reading a book and she I mean she can't read yet. She has no idea what she's doing, but like she knows like what page she's on and then she'll like say words in this somewhat incoherent way, but we kind of know what she's saying. She watched a lot of Dora um the Finding Dora oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know those whales. So there's this one part where there's like a whale and she's like, "Oh, it's a whale." And then she goes, "Oh, and she makes this like whale noise it like just warms my heart i could watch that video every day for the rest of my life and i would just smile every single time i see nice oh it's just delightful do you guys dodge the elsa bullet or uh Uh, yeah she was never into frozen frozen is not something that she's gotten into yet she's all about peppa pig though uh, right now wait till the accent comes out it's here it's already she's daddy daddy it's like the one word that she says and it's always british i'm like you better not start making fun of my enormous tummy because uh daddy pig dude yeah so upfront about it enormous tummy daddy pig (laughs) it's like that's hurtful peppa stop (laughs) being so mean Right? You judging. Like, Daddy you Pig judgeful. has feelings, too. <laughs> yeah. Here. Always making fun of Daddy Pig. Yeah, well, you're a fat little pig, too, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cammy loves it, though. Like, Cambry is all about Peppa Pig. She goes, Peppa. Oh, she makes a little... The n- snorting sound. The snort They're so cute too. when they it's do like, that. Oh, okay, yeah, you're pretty cute. And it is kind of fun. I like, like Peppa. I kind of think it's a good show, to it's be honest with show. you. Like, it's a great show. One of the only shows, she had a wiggle phase for a while. That was rough times. I did not enjoy the wiggles. Yeah. But Peppa's been pretty, uh, you want it. There's yeah. a good, good one lessons. out there called, yes. um, Storybots. Okay. That's a pretty good Storybots is, an, is yeah. an animated one on Netflix. Okay. And in their theme song, it's, they go, their goal is to make kids smarter. Oh, I like that. Okay. Snoop Dogg is on episode one. No. As a, not, he's as, a, as like a voiced guest. So they oh, have, I love it. They have famous people on that show. Kevin yes. Smith's been on there. No it's way. incredible. Oh, yeah. Story box. St- story bots. Like robots. Like robots. But story bots. Okay. And then Flugels. F-L-O-U-G. Mm-hmm. Flugels. A-L-S. I it's like another those... thing where it's like these little animated things are in real life and they're yeah. figuring out how things work and That's stuff. That's cool. Smart TV. Like Smart TV. I like those shows that find some way to make the adults who are also being forced to watch so these shows, um, you know, palatable at the very least, right? Like well, I used to, uh, <clears throat> when I was, uh, so I spent about, I did about six months in the pen with my daughter <laughs> when she was uh, one. Uh, <laughs> stay at home dad. Yeah. We got into like Disney Junior, or not Disney Junior, I don't know what, Disney XD or whatever, but it was yeah. like. It's basically shows for probably seven to ten year olds. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. So it wasn't like she was picking up like the PG thirteen stuff, but it was enough that I was like, oh, I can get into this. You know, how, did, like, how like to Star train your versus, dragon? Yeah, stuff Race like that. to the Edge is literally a, mm. like a damn good TV show. Really, Race okay. to the Edge, How to Train Your Dragon. I'm like sitting here watching this now. There's some parts where it's my daughter, so she gets really invested in characters. Yeah, doesn't like when characters fall. 
Like she really, really? dislikes yeah, when yeah. characters fall. Yep. So sometimes the dragons are scary, but this is after the movie. So the first movie, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. The dragons are scary and everyone's scared of the dragons because they're mm-hmm. like, no, we're supposed to be friends. Yeah, that's right. This is after that, so they're all friends with the dragons already. Yeah. So it just it just works. So out. it works out. Hey. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for my daughter to get older because I so badly want her to watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, I don't know if you watched that show. Yeah. I just um I'm like maybe episode fifteen into the first I season. Am so just started. Happy for you, uh, Avatar. I truly believe like Avatar is the best one of the best shows ever made for any age group. It's ever. been exciting. Like, wait, it's a TV show. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking about the movie Avatar. I'm talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's on Nickelodeon. Uh, they made a live action three. movie. And Don't watch it. It's not good. Uh, it's only three seasons long. It's a quick watch, but like, man, there are some serious like moments in that in that show. When you get to the episode Tales of Ba Sing Se, oh, uh, I've been it is so a... into Japan, like uh, Japanimation lately. Yeah. Like I've just been anime. That's the fucking yeah. word I'm looking for. Yeah. I've been so into that shit lately. I need, I, need, I need you to know, though, uh, Avatar is not anime. It is American-made. Is it? Uh, yeah. So, pe- like, people in the comments will roast you if you say it's anime. Really? Uh, yeah. It's not. It is uh, It is uh, American-made. It's definitely based off of, like, that sort Whoa, of style. Yeah. Never um, read the comments. Yeah, never read the comments. <laughs> never read the comments. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. That show, uh, I love Gravity Falls, another cartoon. Dude, gra- I, weird, I, just think I can't is, believe it's over. Oh. I can't believe it. It was so good. But that's, the, what's, that's what makes the show so good, though. Like, shows like Gravity Falls and Avatar, they have a story, and then when they're done, they're done. They finish that story and you move on. You know what I think it is, and that's more, what makes though? them so great. It's that they hire these top level celebrities and they're like, "We'll do it for three seasons." You yeah. need to, you need to write an amazing story in three seasons. Well, that's what makes it so good. It doesn't go on forever, right? No, you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Like Gravity Falls was two seasons long, and that was just two perfect seasons of TV. Oh, they could have done five, though. I, think I know they, they could have, but they did it, and that's what made it so great. And I think that's, that's why we're talking about it so right special. now. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. was doing that sort of stuff. So Jennifer Aniston was just asked, "Would you guys?" Because she just like some. Something because I wash a lot of dishes now. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. But she was on some show and they were she apparently the friends cast regularly hang out as friends. No, that's cool. When they're all in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And they were like, Would you ever come back and do another friend show? And she goes, Oh yeah, we probably would. What? But uh-huh. it it would never be as good. So no. We, we, that's why Seinfeld could like, come back. Yeah, or, you know, it's like, the same thing. She was no like, point. we would, but it would never, ever, ever be the same. So there's no point. Yeah, there right? isn't a point. There is People no point. People want it so bad, but honestly, it would not work in the way you want no, it. Well, would, look it at Will and Grace. It, it lasted yeah. an extra what, two. What, three episodes? I don't know. Well, yeah, Rest of the Development, same boat too, right? That had two more crappy seasons, right? How's the, Fuller the... House still going? I think it's done. You know they're on is like three or four seasons? I think it's done now. It's I hope it's done. Yeah. Fuck. I followed Bob fair, Saget. I never on, watched it. But, I follow Bob yeah. Saget on Instagram, so that's the only reason I have like the <laughs> updates. Because I'm like, oh fuck, he's still posting still pictures with Uncle Joey and shit. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's it. wild. We're still doing questions, by oh, the way. Man, I am taking so long, guys. No, I'm I, sorry about that. We we, just... we cut in like every time answer, so it's this is fun. It's the digression. I'm the questions have evolved it. over the seasons. It used to be like, don't interrupt, don't question just listen during these last 10 questions but yeah. they've turned into a really fun digression it's the conversation that hour. makes it fun it's the Definitely. conversation that makes it fun. for sure Definitely. yeah um so we said what sound or noise do you love yeah and it was your daughter's laugh yes ask my daughter to whistle it's a good time yeah she goes woo 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 because she can't whistle <laughs> I love it. yeah it's yeah. hilarious yeah. um but on the flip side of that what sound or noise do you hate did i already say bagpipes you did okay 
But that's uh, did we ask? Did no, we that ask? was that was that's what creativity creativity turns me oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is bagel. But sound or noise would yeah. that would work. Pipe. I mean, it works definitely. Like I think bag bagpipes are something I still just you know despise. And I I'm sorry, I fucked up my wording. I don't like using the word hate. As much anymore, but sounded. You know, I used hate a few times too. Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have said strongly hate dislike. It, it just, hey, yeah. hey, I don't know hey. why. We can say whatever the fuck we, we can. Want. It just, I these days at, uh, on this topic yeah. after having a kid, saying the word hate is so definitive. It's so yeah. final and strong. It's just like sure, you never want to hear your kids say they hate something, no. right? So maybe dial it back. And be like I strongly dislike this. I yeah. really, it's you not know, a bad way. But uh, it was. It, Reading these questions, almost yeah. 100 episodes now, I'm like, hate is... You know what, gotta, just, you know, you know what Callie says, my daughter now? She's like, I'm not a fan of this. I'm like, Ooh, perfect. Yeah, I, that. I, like that. I like that. That's <laughs> fun. Yeah. Okay, well then here, we'll move on to the other one. Okay. Um, because your 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 new profession is even a yeah. side profession, Yeah. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? If there was like anything and anything, you could just dive in and do it. Okay, this is going to sound really, really dumb, but like, I think what you guys are doing as podcasters and like moderators, I would love to moderate a podcast. Like, no joke. That's something I've actively been thinking about. Well, that's something we could, I could I, easily set you up with. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, we will, we will play I'll, the, I'll, I'll the. I'll let you know how, I'll let you know what you need if you really want to get into it. It's not. You should. You should. Yeah. You have the voice. This has been a, a, an incredibly easy conversation with you. It's sultry, right? My it voice? Would, it yeah. is. It, it is. Would. No. No wonder you, you have two kids. Right. You have this, like, you have a good ring to your voice. Oh, thank yeah. you. That's but no, good. the conversation has been easy, and you yeah. seem as though you have many different aspects and talking points that would be delightful. You should you should do it. I've got I've got hundred percent all the time. A hundred percent. I think you should do it. <laughs> we don't have That's the nice. other mic here, but like yeah. if you like if you're just doing a solo, there's a yeah. the Yeti mic. We'll the Yetis are everything. great. I have I have I have I've got like a decent like um sure mic. Those things are pretty that, okay. That's awesome. right? Yeah. No, but sure the thing is, is like solo's not fun though, right? Like that's not like me just talking into a microphone for, you know, an hour or thirty minutes. That's not what's interesting, at least to me for podcasts. To me what's interesting is having a group of people sit down and go, Here's what we're gonna talk about today and let's like have you know That's how this show evolved. Well there's right? a reason me and yeah. him just don't do solo like just just the two even two isn't enough. Like, right? I'm not like, even saying like we couldn't. But we, yeah. like having the guest is such yeah. another. It aspect. changes things. It's a new dynamic, right? Yeah. That you get uh, you get in there. We right? started so off we get some of the, the conversation. some of the yeah. really early conversations that we had. We started off where I, when you get older, unless you're actively seeking out knowledge, you tend yeah. not to learn new things. Yeah, because you're done with school. So you learn what you do for work. Yeah, and then you learn what you need to learn to teach your kids shit. Yeah, but out. Excuse me, outside of that, you don't like actively seek yeah. out knowledge, right? Yeah. So with the podcast, we started off where we're like, let's pick a topic. Yeah. And we'll dive into that topic. Mm-hmm. So early in some of our early episodes, you'll find we did like golf. Yeah. Alcohol. Astrophysics. Like some like weird fucking topics. Yeah. And then it turned into, well, if we're going to talk about astrophysics, yeah. We need someone who knows about astrophysics. <laughs> yeah. It turns out yeah. I was saying this and my barber goes, "You, I never told you I almost went to school for a physics degree. No. I'm like, the fuck you doing Sunday? Like, <laughs> come on <laughs> by the house out. Sunday, right? Right. I love it. And that kind of evolved into let's find people. Yeah. Let's find interesting people to talk to instead of just us talking to each other we're like well let's combine that with the yeah. with the research that we enjoy doing yep 
and turn that into talking to somebody else, and that's what evolved. Well, you fun. would be incredible yeah. for this. Oh, you're too nice. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. I think um, it's a lot of fun. We are now on question number nine. Okay. Uh, what profession would you just not, absolutely not want to do? Bagpipe player. <laughs> I just on, on topic. Just like, I don't want to wear a kilt and play pipes. <laughs> What if that's what I said, hey? hey oh, okay. my goodness. What profession would I not want to do? Uh, you know, for me, any profession that involves not being around others, I think, is a job I don't want. Um, so, Weird, like, what's the word? Uh, isolated. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I love hanging out with people. And I think uh, any job where I can, you know, be with others is a job that I want to do. And if I had to do a job that's just... So like lighthouse operator. Yeah, that'd be a bad not, job. Not, not your thing. Yeah, probably not. Right? Cool. Um, yeah, I think just jobs where I, if I'm by myself for too long, it's not that much fun. So I'd rather be talking to people. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that. Before we our last question, Tyler, yeah. thank you a hundred times over for coming so through. So much. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a delightful conversation well, that I want to do again. the generosity of people like you and giving <laughs> us your time and stuff because like as you tell we, we we don't pay our guests yeah. Shoot. Oh, what? <laughs> i got a oh, beer out of this. That's pretty nice. <laughs> but like no thank thank you for spending yeah, time with us guys. it is it is great um our last question here if uh, i do i have changed the wording on this since we read it but yeah. if an afterlife exists and someone greets you at a uh opening of sorts yeah what would you like to hear them say yeah that's a good question uh, you know, I do think there's an afterlife. I, I'm, a, I'm a religious guy. I, I think there is one. And, so then I'll uh, read the question as it is. Okay. If heaven exists, yeah. What would you like to hear God say when you hit the pearly gates? Man, um, I hope that He would say something like, um, you know, it looks like you've you've made an impact on this world. Um, you know, and I think that that's a uh, that's a that's a pretty special thing if you could say that. So I, that's I guess that's what I say. I hope, I hope you would say, you know, uh, good job. You've you've made a difference. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you a million times over. Um, I hope everybody who's listened to this uh, walks away from this with, with two important lessons. One, grow a beard and take care of it. And two, wear <laughs> good fucking support underwear. Support your boys. Yeah, support right. your balls. Wear good underwear. And I just I just want to throw this in just because it came up. Uh, O-K-E apparel, oakapparel.com, promo code ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-S. For a twenty percent discount at checkout. Yes. If you're from Calgary, dude, that's an amazing deal. Check Definitely. Okapparel.com. Adios, guys. Love you lots. Right. Thank you. <laughs>